This week on Waxing the Porpoise, G-Baby and the Usual Suspect Steve, in commemoration of our historical episode number 69, nice, welcome back two special guests and friends of the show, Staring John, whose gaze could cut diamonds, and Chris, whose flag-raising and internet-crawling voodoo knows no bounds, to settle the score and see where 1977's tale of vengeful oceanic fury Orca sits on the aquatic creature horror food chain. Join us as we discuss Daddy Orca's righteous retribution, an anthropomorphic drunk-driving Orca fever dream, inviting yourself to a wedding party, existential dread at Sesame Street land, and once again G-Baby dances with the devilish elixir known as Malort. The Porpoises, midnight companions and keen observers, wax and wane in this deep sea realm where the waters run red with terror and vengeance. Carcaridon Carcarius, rough tooth, rough skin versus Orcinus Orca, bringer of death. Only one apex predator comes out on top, and in this case, his name is Will. To all you motherfuckers that just can't tell, I'm a Pisces, but I'd rather be a killer whale. Fuck them boats. Let's wax this porpoise in arms. Don't do that. See, we, we're working on his brow chakra. We're just in back of the crown chakra. Massive L, bro. Dude, we're on a historic episode here. We're on episode 69. Nice. Yeah, cool. I didn't even Hell yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. New bird but, hit me. Yeah, was he, like, he, he was like, big episode for you, huh? And I was yeah, like, what? Yeah, yeah. And I looked at it, I was like, oh, shit. Sweet. Um, Let's see. Okay, I got that. Got this up, this up, this up. Okay. Uh, before I start to... um. If I, I'm 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 not gonna say anything. We'll let it ride. I can edit it out later. It's nothing uh <laughs> Steve's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's nothing controversial. Is this uh, related to the fucking Zionism you were talking about last time, or you, have you been brought over <laughs> to some cult? No, 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 no. No. Um oh yeah, I I had to bust out the Malort for the 69th episode. I'm just gonna kill it. There's just a tiny bit oh, left no. here. So that is not a tiny bit. That's a good chunk. <laughs> I think it looks that way on camera. Like it adds 10 pounds. It's like what is this? Two fingers? Oh, dude. Yeah, that's at least like three or four shots, probably. I don't that know. That brought back some. You memories. get a bag. I in might your, not drink uh, any trash can this time around, or what? I do. It's lined. There you go. Oh yeah, god! The, the insidious thing about Malort is it just gets worse as time goes by. Just keeps that spiking. Was, that was my experience anyway. The first taste wasn't that bad, but then it just it just gets worse and worse. I don't think Dude, I've that ever one. Had it. That one's like those acid acid flashbacks people talk about. You know, like that did acid in the seventies, and something will like in their fucking spine will just yep. open up, and they'll have a flashback. Dude, that one just took me back to like like eight shots deep of it that was horrendous Ugh. 
All right, welcome to Waxing the Porpoise. We are back again on a very special episode for a couple different reasons. Uh, one of which is we are on our historic episode number 69 now. Boner alert! Where this week we are talking about Orca from 1977. Uh, as usual, you got myself, Jim G. Baby. Me, I don't have time for kids. You're all my children. You ever think of me as a father figure? No. And to my virtual right, we have the usual suspect, Steve. I'll be lock. Okay, thanks. How's it going, man? Wonderful. Good to see Good. all of you here. Such a historic episode. <laughs> Uh, and then next, we have a couple special guests joining us. Uh, first off, we have Staring John. I was wrong. We were so wrong. How's it going, man? What up with it? Happy to be here. Thank you so much. As always, it's a privilege and honor. Thank you. Don't. Don't do that. Uh, and I, I apologize if I played that bump for you. I try the best I can not to repeat any, and I, I feel like I did, but... We talked about it, but I don't think you played it. Okay. That version was much cleaner. My editing and audio capabilities have improved since. So, um, yeah, I love using that because it p instantly pisses off my wife. She hates Numi Rapace <laughs> for that movie. So I love what? quoting that incessantly. Um, anyway, and then our, uh, our last guest we have joining us, we have Chris from Mount Mole Hill. Well, Chris. Who's the fucking dick now? <laughs> hey, how's, how's it going, going, man? Good. Glad to be that, here. That wasn't the real bump, though. <laughs> yeah. Raise no, the flag. Raise the flag. <laughs> if you're ready for a little more ponchos, raise the flag. Raise the flag. You're ready for a little more ponchos. Mexican buffet. Uh, I, I don't know if yeah. you want me to play that, so I can edit that <laughs> out later. But No, you can leave it. I mean, it's in the episode. I feel like a... I wanted to get your An permission singing first, it, but <laughs> but I I also wanted to just include it for the initial reaction uh, because by virtue of your your earworm has transferred to me now. Yeah, so same here. I've, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, hell no. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I like the uh, like the cadence of the Mexican buffet, like the. Yeah. Something I mean, there's a it. reason I've been thinking about it for <laughs> my entire life. And the whole raise the flag dynamic is just, yeah, it's, it's fun on another well, level. There's there's something about the cadence of the actual jingle that you, you play in the episode that I don't know what it is, but it reminds me, like, I feel like there's another jingle that I can't quite think of that has the same, like, pacing. So that is that is added an additional layer of frustration with that guy. Because <laughs> now it's going to set you off on a separate lost oh, yeah. media journey yeah. of like what what is the one that matches that jingle? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring up Shazam and just start doing the like pa 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 pa. Yeah. So thanks, appreciate it. You are very welcome. <laughs> uh, and I guess to the to the un uninitiated, uh, we're talking about uh, to uh, borrow from Bob to wax your car here. Uh, Chris has just come out with a new podcast called Mount Molehill, and we're talking about his first episode, which is a fucking banger. So it's everywhere you get podcasts. Check it out, Mount Molehill. 
Oh, yeah. Super strong wreck. I had a great time. I've listened to it twice now. So um, do you want to plug it real quick properly? Yeah. So basically the concept of the show, I like the elevator pitch for it is that it's the podcast where even the smallest mysteries become mountains. And what that means is that basically uh, I look into a lot of low stakes mysteries that uh, just have been gnawing at me. And the first episode is about a lost jingle for a Texas restaurant on the verge of collapse called uh, Poncho's Mexican Buffet. He's underselling it. It's it's definitely I, worth I te- a listen. I think anybody can relate to. to yeah, I actually have gotten matter. a lot of great feedback from people, which is weird. I don't really know how to handle it. I always feel like <laughs> waiting for the next shoe to drop. But uh, yeah, I mean, people seem to really like it. So that's positive. I mean, as you guys know, it's not like I'm getting a ton of listens because no one, no one listens to a podcast when it first comes out. But everyone that has has said something good about it. So that's ah. feels good. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome. He He's underselling it for sure. It, it's got it's. What I was most impressed by was kind of like the roller coaster of emotions and like how I felt like attached myself to like your journey down this rabbit hole all the way to the end when you're like your existential <laughs> crisis that you went on and you're talking about, well, what is this? What does this say about me? And like, yeah, like it, it went a lot of directions. I wasn't expecting it to go, but uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. So check out Mount Molehill friend of the show chris is he puts out excellent content and then before that too i what i uh, got turned on was his uh mainly horror centric uh kind of obscure media uh review show channel 83 which is awesome too you can find on archive.org but i i strongly if you if you check out mount mullen like that check out his back catalog there's no shortage of good shit there too so thanks again for you and staring john coming back uh and joining us I was asking Steve too. I couldn't remember exactly because I'm an asshole. But um, right. what was the impetus of you guys both wanting to come on? Because I remember we mentioned I think Jaws was thrown around and how Orca and Alligator were better. But uh, yeah, when I talked about it, Chris was <laughs> like, "Can you make sure John's on?" And I remember you, John, saying like, "Oh man, if you do Orca with Chris, I want to come on." What yeah. What was the significance? You just are you ready to battle with the, his claim? of it being above jaws or no, not at all. Uh, I'm glad you asked this question. I'm fully prepared to answer it. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) what had happened is, uh, we've known each other a while and you're doing the podcast. And I remember you were like, uh, Hey, I'm doing a podcast. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, I'm doing it. It's, it's going to be cool. I'm I, you know, there was this long conversation we had, and I thought it was going to end. This is this is fucking beautiful. This is going to be fantastic. I thought it was going to end with, hey, John, come do the podcast with us. And I and it just that part never came. And so I was like, oh, OK, well, fuck you then, bro. So, but the reason this is funny is is because this is this is a microcosm of of how I uh, get into people's weddings uh, essentially what happens is... It's going to get fucking weirder! Oh, it's getting weirder. <laughs> Chris, I don't know if you're aware of this, but... Uh, <laughs> Steve didn't approve of that bump at all. Well, I was going to say, you couldn't find a longer one to play? Jesus. Yeah, I know. It kind of <laughs> killed. 
the suspense. I wish I would have. I, I need an abbreviate, like with the boner alert. I had oh, to make really? an, an abridged version so I can just pop in and out with it. <laughs> it's just been revoked. So Sorry. once all this happened, uh, Jim comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, I'm getting married. Uh, this was a long time ago, obviously, right? And I was like, oh, cool. And you're coming up to tell me because you want me to be a groomsman, obviously. And he just kind of froze up. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, of course you did. Well, fuck yeah. I'd love to be in your wedding. Let's do it. So about, oh, I don't know, a month later, I find out he had zero intention of asking me to be a groomsman. He just got caught up in the in the moment and said, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, which is the exact same thing that happened to our friend Jimmy. You may have heard Jimmy on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> almost verbatim the exact same situation. And so when the podcast started, everything's happening. And then, Chris, you had been on so many times. I was like, this is supposed to be my goddamn podcast. <laughs> and so uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You know what I mean? Nice. So I'm I'm just kind of curious how the conversation went with the the groomsman thing. Where I'm like I'm trying to picture it in my head where Jim is like, John, I got some big news, dude. I'm getting married, and you just yeah. jump in like, and you want me as a groomsman, <laughs> right? Like exactly how it went. Because yes. I would I would never, I would just be too. I would be so afraid of being like, oh, and you want me in the wedding? I'd be way too afraid of the person being like. No, we actually got enough people, but you yeah. know, just, that would crush me so much. So I, I wouldn't have the balls to be like, "Yes, yeah. I'm a 44 long, and my right arm's just a little bit longer than my left." Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I thought he, I genuinely thought he would, he would understand that I was partly fucking around. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I, and and then he said, "Yeah," and now I'm on the line, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna have to rent the tuck." Yes, like, yeah. I'm glad it went back in your direction then because I've felt yeah. bad and I'm a people pleaser like Jimmy is. We have that in common. So yeah. I got put on the spot usually in those kind of, <laughs> you know, it, like yeah. embarrassment and adrenaline are uh, the twin dragons <laughs> like, so did that, at play there. Did that cause an imbalance between the groomsmen and the bridesmaids? At either yeah, wedding? so she had to add another one because she's very like... OCD yeah. and like yeah. all okay. in control about stuff. So yeah, that that had to happen. But <laughs> she had to get some troll from her B level <laughs> friend group. One of the mutants <laughs> from Table Nine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Fucking Steven Glansberg. <laughs> Damn. Dude, Jimmy's writing was the same fucking way. She had to she picked out like her fucking like 13 year old niece at the time. Like I had to fucking walk down with this. I was like, Oh, it's so awesome. Oh, but you know I, what? It was always a good time. I have yeah. actually witnessed that that same thing happen. Uh, oh. We're at my house. I was probably like <laughs> 19 years old. And my friend was like, hey, Chris, let's go outside real quick. I have something to talk to you about. And this other guy just followed us. <laughs> and what oh, my friend no. wanted to talk to me about, he's like, does the whole, I, I would be honored if you'd be one of my groomsmen. I was like, yeah, of course. And then the guy just standing off to the side was like, you're going to ask me too, right? And then oh, the guy man. who was getting married was like, yeah, of course I was. That's why you're out here. Even though he didn't ask him to come out, he just followed us. And I didn't know until years later, he was like, yeah, no, I didn't want him to be a groomsman. I like 
barely knew him. He was a friend of a friend. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's, see, even, that that's even more ballsy because John is closer than that to me, much yeah. closer. And honestly, the reason you didn't make the cut is because my <laughs> it's, I had like six yeah, and all yeah. these people in like, I don't want to rank friends, but like in right, right. really seniority, like, I mean, I was I, definitely I, the last, right? I would have been doing someone. I felt like I would have been doing someone dirty if I didn't include each one that I did, you yeah, know? Totally. So but that's even more ballsy for in that in Chris's scenario, friend scenario, like a, a a minor acquaintance almost, medium level acquaintance having the balls to be like, yeah, me too, right? Like, dude, we did that. Remember when we went to try on tuxes? And I remember uh, there was, oh, dude, it was so funny. You can edit this out if you want, but it was <laughs> Mitch was like, yeah, he asked me to be the best man, and he hasn't made that announcement to anybody else yet. So, like, nobody really knew. And, like, there was this weird air about it. You know what I mean? And yeah. Because so, that was a tough decision, too, for me. Right. Like, and so you get put on the spot in the store in front of her. And she's like, who's the best man? And everybody just fucking was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just sitting there like, oh, oh. I, don't, yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I, I don't think it was very weird, but uh, like to, from my end, but I did, uh, I did struggle between my my good friend Jeff, uh, aka Foschrider, and and Mitch. They're the two that I'd known the longest, and right. you know, we'd we'd gone, th- we'd kind of been through yeah. fire together on a few things, you know. So it was definitely between those two, and it was a hard decision to make for sure. It was, yeah. it was, it definitely gnawed at me, uh, which is. Yeah, maybe because maybe that's why I didn't really think about it because I knew it was like somebody else's one. issue, yeah. and I, I was just over there like gold jacket, green jacket, who gives who a gives shit? A shit? <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here! Yeah, <laughs> I'm not good looking. You're very attractive. <laughs> yeah. Happy shut your trap. Yeah, man, how fun that that. That's so uh, yeah, Chris said what? some wild shit about Jaws and Orca and <laughs> multiple time. Uh, and so I was like, yeah, dude, I got to be there for that. I'm, yeah, I'm here to I defend thought, the honor of Jaws. Because I thought the genesis was one of you guys was strongly opinionated about Orca being better than Jaws, and the other person was strongly opinionated the other way. No. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't I'm even say I'm like particularly that. strongly opinion- opinionated about it. It's just like a a throwaway comment. And then the next week, Bob from straight chilling was like, you know, I thought that Chris guy was cool, but then when he said Orca is better than Jaws. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was his, um, anchovy paste moment. Yeah. So let me, let me clear the air on a couple things. <laughs> First of all, don't back down, dude. <laughs> before we get into the reviews, I want to say that if, from now on, after I scored my slam dunk with Navy SEALs, if you don't want to count the movies I'm recommending towards the percentage, that's fine. Because I'm putting no thought into whether or not anyone will like it for anything I suggest from now on. So nah, there's that. We're gonna we're running with it. All right. Our batting average is going to go way down then. Second, I want to clear some things up with Bob. When I say that Orca is better than Jaws. Of course, Jaws is objectively a better movie. But what I mean is like, if you have a a shelf with Blu-rays of Jaws, Orca, Alligator, God forbid there's a Razorback up there, 
<laughs> I'm picking every movie other than Jaws every single time. I'm not wow. saying they are better made films. They are just much more entertaining because they're more enjoyable all, to you. Yeah. For me, especially like I have an aversion to anything over 80 minutes long. Jaws is like a two and a half, half hour movie. I'm not going to watch that just on a whim. I will watch Orca on a whim though. Do you go, is, is Jaws something like for me every June, July, I, I reach for Jaws. Is that one that you go based on seasonality, like 4th of July with it's kind of the nostalgia factor and it, it's set and setting? No, I actually tried to <laughs> watch it Jaws. It doesn't sound like he ever goes <laughs> I tried well, to watch I'm Jaws this last 4th of July. you do, is it during this time? I tried to on 4th of July and uh, my partner was like, that's not a 4th of July movie. And I was like, it literally revolves around like the 4th of July <laughs> festival. <laughs> And I was like, all right, well, then we're going to watch Uncle Sam because that is unquestionably a 4th of July (laughs) horror movie. (laughs) Independence Day. So, I know I have very little fear of death. In fact, I almost welcome it. That's the wrong bump. I'm sorry. I'll edit that out. Welcome to Earth. Well, (laughs) I meant to hit the one that says, yeah, and I yawned myself to shit. You just Um, hit G8. (laughs) (laughs) If you like pina. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, as we'll get into it, I, I may make, make, I might make some concessions, uh, but right. like objective, if, su- subjective, but do you mind if I share my opinion? Because please, please do. what do you think of this film? Well, I had never seen Jaws. So still yeah. didn't, it, I said it wasn't required, but you didn't want, you didn't get around to be well, able to I wanted watch to it. weigh in on the battle Royale that I thought in my mind was going to happen. So I pulled, <laughs> pulled double duty this week and watched both. Nice. Good and, for you, man. Uh, I, I couldn't agree with Chris anymore. Um, I think Jaws is a better, yeah. mo- better movie, quote unquote, but I liked, I like or- Orca more for sure. Fuck for, yeah. For multiple reasons that we can get into. But uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, the, the biggest highlight of Jaws for me was Richard Dreyfus. Everything else was just kind of fell flat, but Orca was fucking awesome all the way through. Fuck that's, yeah. That's I had never seen Orca before either. That was a, I had seen Jaws obviously multiple times, but yeah, Orca was, I remember Orca from the, from like Blockbuster, you know, when you'd walk around fucking Blockbuster picking shit out. And yeah. I like, I can v- remember the case and being like, oh, killer whale movie. That's dumb. And just, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I will also say in my defense that I grew up watching alligator. I've seen alligator razorback fucking the prophecy grizzly orca every jaws ripoff before I saw jaws. Oh, okay. Cause oh, I didn't I see, see how that colors. I didn't your, uh... see jaws until I was like 32. Oh, damn. Yeah. I can see how that would color your, your perspective as well. So yeah, it makes sense. Well, and I think, I think one thing it suffers from is this insanely lofty expectation. Like, so I I wrote down the Rotten Tomatoes numbers for Orca. It's nine with the critics, 33 with the people. So I went into that fucking bad. I went into it thinking like, Oh fuck, this is going to be like that movie rubber about the tire that kills people. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to just shit down its leg. 
and Jaws is 97 with the critics, 90 with the people. I think, I mean, Orca so far exceeded my expectations and Jaws definitely fell short that I think, you know, one obviously suffers from the expectation and one benefits from it, but yeah, yeah, nine with the critics, go fuck yourself. Yeah, Yeah, it's obviously incorrect, right? It's a gross disparity between the two. And I didn't realize it was ranked so low. I thought it would be more kind of like a middle of the pack, like maybe somewhere between like a 40 and 60%. Right. Uh, is where the consensus would be, or like a five or a six on IMDb, which I think it is like a six something, or maybe a a low five on IMDb. But at any rate, yeah, it's not that fucking bad. It's it's one of those, uh, maybe not rare, but uh, more uncommon type of features that's rated like in the fucking basement. Like I know a lot. I've seen a lot of shit that's in the the teens and like low twenties and thirties that are legit that are legitimately just deserving of that kind of score. Orca is definitely not like, yeah. And I mean, I would also say that that's kind of a testament to how good jaws is, is that the movies that rip it off are also good because they're ripping off something that's good to begin with. And they all each sort of distill it down a little bit differently. I haven't seen many jaws ripoffs or, or, uh, uh, imposters or that we're trying to cash in on that, that wave of that, that newly created genre. But um, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like Orca can, can hang with jaws, like no problem. It doesn't feel like uh like a shitty, like corporate cutout, like that they just spit out to cash in or ride the coattails. It feels like a more genuine which I think they did, but Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I would agree with that for sure. Dude, even just the fucking soundtrack I thought was way better. <laughs> Jaws. Ennio Morricone. Is yeah. that who did this? Yeah, this is oh, a legitimate shit. film with I a score that. by Ennio Morricone, starring Richard Harris from Unforgiven, which I know you two fucking plebes didn't really like. But <laughs> <laughs> dirty Philistines. I don't. I, I do think I remember one of you saying he was your favorite part of the movie. So I think I that was Steve. Who was he, he was English Bob. English Bob. The dude who, the English dude who kind of white hair, really old gentleman, kind of looks like a skeleton with skin on him. Like, like just, he looks like he's got one foot in the grave. He comes into town to collect the bounty and then little Bill just kicks the shit out of him. And then he's in, in the jail and little Bill's basically like, yeah, everything this guy says is a lie. Yeah. He's got that biographer with him. Like, oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Holy shit. I didn't realize I was the same person. Yeah, I liked him a lot. I haven't seen like I guess he did a lot of work in the sixties and seventies, but he's like a, a good like he's like an actor's actor. Like he's he's a good actor. And I only knew him though from fucking Patriot Games, Harrison Ford, uh I think it's one of the Jack Ryan uh universe films, but uh and his name I thought is funny in that one. It's Patty O'Neill, which is like the most like Irish <laughs> name. Yeah for the most Irish man in the entire world. He was born in Limerick, Ireland, but yeah, he's a big name. Charlotte Rampling's a big name. I haven't seen any of her. Bo Derek. Bo Derek. I think this was her first movie, but she became a big name. I only remember her from Tommy boy and their allusion to her being a 10 from her famous movie 10. But yeah, she's, she's in it. She's pretty good. Uh, 
uh, who? Oh, we can't forget fucking Will Sampson. From, oh, Will Sam. Yeah. You'll remember him. He was Ten Bears in Outlaw Josie Wales. Uh, Steve. Oh yeah, yeah. And his, his claim to fame was one flew over the cuckoo's nest. But I'll always remember him because the first time I saw him was in Poltergeist Two, as like the the Native American like shaman kind of character that helps out uh, Craig T. Nelson and his family. Um, Great flick. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, he's, he's awesome in it. Um, they had some like rip off Richard Dreyfuss. So even down <laughs> to like the, the fucking little fro and the, the beard. Uh, I think there's a quick shot. Robert Carradine is at the beginning plays the scientist that falls over one of the rafts, but, mm. um, you know, he's, he's in it later too. Cause he ends up getting eaten right. by the shark. Yes, that's right. Um, or the yeah, so it's, by the way, it's I'm got, sorry. It's, which is fucked up because it's like, Hey, uh, you saved me from that shark. I'm going to close the loop, you. man. <laughs> Recycle, reduce, reuse. I will say the, what, what might be the, the biggest unexpected villain in this movie is fucking Dr. Bedford or Rachel or mm-hmm. whatever. I don't know if she's a doctor. It's like, yeah, yeah, this, this like scumbag Irish fisherman might not know. <laughs> like how intellectual these creatures are, but she does. And she decides like, all right, I'll help you kill it. Like, Whoa, what are you yeah. doing? What are yeah. you doing? That, rewatching it. That was my loud. like major problem with this is like, it's so fucking weird. Cause you know better. It, it felt like a forced romance, but there wasn't really a romance. It's just like, no. she's like, yeah, for whatever reason, just fine with this all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> definitely the weakest part for me too. It's like, no, you had him on the ropes at the beginning. You're like, yes, I'm ve- vehemently anti you, this person. I'm not, I'm disgusted by you. Oh, but now we're caught up in all this shit. Let's fucking bang it out. You know, like, yeah, I thought he was going to beat that thing down. He uh, knew from like, the beginning. Yeah. He's like, I got you. I want to fucking um, wail the killer ass at the end. Like, get her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Dude>. quor- no quarter. <laughs> what? What do you think that budget was on that synchronized fucking well swimming in the beginning, dude? That was impressive. I don't know, man. Some good that shit. whole intro was great, dude. You got that. It look. I don't know if they just mirrored it or if there were two fucking whales, but it looked like the same jump and splash and that whole beginning piece. I was like, oh, damn, this is. And then you could kind of tell what it was, right? Because at first I couldn't figure it out, but it looks like yeah. it was just like a green screen in the back yeah. or something. Right, and then they were just like doing the shots uh, from fucking Marine World or some shit. Yeah, like pulling stock footage or something. Well, yeah, I, I read a little tidbit that said they they took footage from like a Sea World or some shit and cut it to make it look like it was out in the ocean. I think the effects in this one were better than Jaws. Also, I'll say it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> they were cool. Yeah, I don't know the Ooh. the leg bite. One of the harpoon. Yeah shots look looked a little like it going into foam rubber but it, i don't think it was like egregiously like right like a, right. i didn't think it was a huge downgrade or anything like that but i won't go far as far as you on that but i also well, I guess do I'm like, trying to think, I mean, what part of jaws blows your socks back fucking graphically I, like that well i wouldn't say graphically i guess but for me jaws is the more um 
well-rounded, like the story, the narrative, the things going on with the town, um, sure. like the, the kind of the politics with the town wanting to keep it open. Yeah. And um, I, we have town uh, politics here too, though. Yeah. yeah. Don't That's sell true. Orca short, but no, no I, I definitely no, see not. what you're saying. Like, especially I will also say that I do not get scared by movies at all. So yeah. the fact that Jaws is a much more tense and much scarier film than Orca is doesn't register for me at all because that's that's just not a reason that I watch movies. Yeah, same here. That yeah. makes sense. And I think the whole thing with Jaws and don't go into the water is when it came out. So obviously so many people in the 60s and se- or 70s when they saw it had a much greater effect uh, when it came out. And like, like my mom was like, I was afraid to go in the water, you know, like it was, it was a different time, you know, like, and now you watch it like, like the first time I watched it, I was later in life was probably like early twenties. Yeah. The scare factor was not there. So I think it definitely hits uh, people of a certain age, a different way. But for me, I like the like the narrative, like I'm a sucker for Spielberg flicks. It reminds Mm -hmm. me a lot of like, uh, like, like the story and like, just the interactions between the characters, what Spielberg is able to pull out of the characters in the story reminds me of like ET and all the other things that he's done. It has that kind of sheen to it, uh, which is why I like it. I mean, I'm repping fucking Amity Island here on my shirt, which is pretty- <laughs> I didn't even show you guys what I was repping. Dude, check this out. My, my oh. dog. Got- <laughs> oh my God. Nice. Got myself a tie dye orca t-shirt. That's oh, awesome. Man. Dude, but the other thing, my dog just got a hold of my oh fucking my Amity Island shirt. And, <laughs> and fucking, dude, there's one in the back. There's like, dude, hit or sit. There's all these shreds on it. So I was like, dude, that's so cool that it happened to do that. And now it, it looks, looks like, like you were attacked attack. by a shark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah borrowed the shirt from Frank. Yeah. See, <laughs> Frank. Yeah, but yeah, it did this like two days ago. So I was like, oh man, synchronicity right before I pawed about killer sharks and whales. Um, Yeah, synchronicity. Okay. Yeah, I I don't really have a dog in the fight about like, like I knew we kind of alluded to maybe a gauntlet, but I can see both sides for sure. I like both of them and I'm a sucker for a revenge film. Hell yeah. Especially- animal revenge yeah yeah <laughs> yeah waiting for that harambe flick dude where dude, they just yeah. turn it on its head even in jaws i was like fuck these people the shark didn't i mean <laughs> absolutely yeah i i love that it's in this one it's like fuck yeah kill those people it's like let's shark let's whale up dude like you got done so dirty whereas in jaws you know you're definitely afraid it's this beast you know out in the wild that you right. know you have no no tie to and it's like it i like the inversion where it's like yet yeah, you're totally on board with with papa son getting fucking his just desserts yeah. um well you shouldn't have been standing there yeah <laughs> i love how he, he actually vocalizes and shit too like the uh like when so i guess we should preface uh so we're following a fishing crew uh they're going after great whites and i guess other animals and they're selling them uh uh and they come across uh they're they're trying to kill this um great white and this pack of killer whales comes in i don't know if you want to give them the credit that they were trying to save these humans but they do um but i think in doing they were 
in in doing in my, so in my heart i feel like they were in doing so they screw the fishing crew out of 25 grand for this great white they're going after 250 was right. it 250 damn yeah, it's, it's 10,000 a foot and they said it was a 25 footer come on oh, okay i i misremembered that but so then, yeah, if um, i'm going to if i'm going to repin this movie like uh, great whites cannot be held in captivity, so it's like, why would anyone pay that amount of money for a fucking yeah, great right. white shark? I thought well, they were getting paid why. just to kill it. And then when they pivoted to capturing an orca for an undisclosed amount of money, which I thought right. was unusual, because that seems highly more difficult uh, to capture it alive without really knowing how much they're going to get for it. But... Yeah, no, it, I think right. you got to kind of re- read between the lines a little bit about like the the capturing of the great white, or like that their that their business like it comes out later that he's trying to save up enough money to go back to Ireland and shit, and uh, our main right. guy that played by Richard Harris. But anyway, oh. so they they get screwed out of this money, um, and I love like out of the gate the uh, how comically this fucking great white gets flipped out by this <laughs> the orca coming in like like 30 miles an hour and pops this thing up it's like oh yeah fucking triple lutz cow spinning back heel like a hundred feet in the air <laughs> like, yeah i love that shot that gave me a nice chuckle but so then it goes like okay well fuck we're gonna we'll just capture this you know and recoup our money we'll capture a fucking great white or a killer whale and then it kind of goes through like it sets up with our dr bradford who's played by charlotte rampling like she's given a a lecture or seminar or something talking about like setting the table for uh like how human the orca is to uh or or how human it can be its brain size how they even mention um like a little foreshadowing they possess a profound instinct for vengeance um and then I thought this was cool too that she said the Romans called it Orca Orcinus, which is Latin for bringer of death. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. This uh, is a, so I am, if you can't tell, a big fan of these types of movies in general, like Animals Attack. And one of my favorite tropes of them is like the hashtag whale facts of it all. <laughs> like they always have to have some character that's a fucking expert right. to describe to you how like dangerous this animal is or how crafty they are. And this one, she literally gives a lecture about yeah. whales and how badass they are. Yeah. yeah, it's mad funny you bring that up because that's I, I was thinking this was in '77, right? Mm-hmm. Is what this was. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like what a lot of the shit that she would talk, like literally explaining it, is shit that like because I I don't know if you've seen Blackfish that yeah uh, oh kill, yeah yeah yeah, and just to hear those people talk about how. Like, I guess for them just to be that right and on about Wells back then all the way up to, I don't know. It just blew my mind. I was like, that's that's fucking crazy that they knew that, that their, the size of their brains and how they communicated and all that shit that that early on seemed a little right. Weird. Yeah. And probably even predating the 70s, too. It's like, how did they like the, the method that they went to, like, measure all that and study? Right, right. It wasn't that much in time before this because i actually watched another movie called uh, namu the killer whale and basically the plot of that is sort of like what if the charlotte rampling character was the main character and the richard harris character was like the bad guy 
That was from 1966, and the whale featured oh. in that one was the first whale to ever be in captivity. Oh, shit. So, like, her giving this lecture is probably stuff the general public wouldn't have even known about whales. Right. Yeah, that's cool. That'd be their first intro to all this. And, yeah, I'm a sucker for uh, a good exposition dump when it's done well like this or it's something you can geek out on. But um, very, very quickly we get into another gear after this speech because so they go out to hunt down one of these killer whales. um, And I guess they're going for the father or the male in this Mm -hmm. pod specifically. And Richard Harris goes out with a fucking uh, harpoon gun and clips the the dad, his fin, and hits the mom like cl- like sideswipes her, gashes her open pretty good, and yeah. then they pull her up aboard. And this is like this is I wasn't expecting like when Whoa. I first saw this like how graphic and like how well, hard it hits you. You're skipping one crazy part where I, after, I think that's what he's getting to. Well, no, but it's before they pull her up. Yeah. So they, part? they harpoon her and she's like, you know, making all these crazy noises. And then she decides to try to kill herself by running into the fucking oh, propeller. Oh, yeah, into the fucking propeller. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, that shit is My, hardcore. I was like, oh, fuck, there's no yeah. way. It's yeah, I was just watching it like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that struck me. I was like, oh fuck it knows like it knows it's fucked and like mortally wounded i'm just yeah. i'm just gonna take myself out you know instead of like suffer here in the fucking ocean yeah uh, and the captain had a pop dude when he heard that noise he was like, <laughs> he was like oh, fuck. yeah and then they, they pull her up aboard and they fucking she's bleeding and shit and then it like it, it fucking uh i guess from all the trauma uh, of getting hit and pulled up it's it spits out baby orca like stillborn miscarries yeah. and then you see like uh uh richard harris who is uh nolan mm-hmm. he catches papa son yeah. eyeball to eyeball dude that part and you hear and i love the vocalization from from uh papa orca he goes where is it <laughs> Fucking pissed, and he makes yeah. it known like he's like. I <laughs> love how much they anthropomorphize these whales in this movie. <laughs> like they just show the eye, like yeah, I fucking see you, bitch. Yeah, or like the whale will do something eyeball sweet. Eyeball, yeah, that's fucking combat. The man in the black pajamas, dude. Worthy fucking adversary. Who's in pajamas, Walter? Shut the fuck up, Donnie. I love that eyeball <laughs> shot when he catches him. He's like, I got you. You're in my sights. Dude, that was my that was one of my favorite shots of the movie where the fucking it comes up and you see his eye, but then like it does that still like it zones in and mm-hmm. you see the reflection of the dude in the eyeball. And yeah. it's just like there almost should have been like a shutter sound, like gonna fucking remember your face, god damn it. Yeah. Like click. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> That's, did, I any, that did, it, cool, did it strike you guys like how I, I feel like a movie of this caliber or like going into it that it that Richard Harris or his character wouldn't give a shit as much as he does. But I liked how affected he was by seeing all this carnage and this tragedy. Like yeah. it looks like it, he's shook right out of the gate, but, you know? Yeah, yeah. for sure. 
they yeah. it, they definitely elaborated on on it later on right. to yeah. why possibly that is. But I did like that because he's like, I mean, he's a fisherman. Fish generally don't make noises and right. are considered to be pretty dumb in the scheme of things. But as soon as he starts harpooning these killer whales, which he somehow seems to have never heard of before, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh <laughs> shit, this is actually really fucked up. Like he sees the killer whales kill the great white, and suddenly he's like. What, the, what is that? I should catch yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. Um, yeah, yeah, this is r- right out of the gate. You're like, you're rooting for the anti jaws. You're rooting for uh, the Papa San to get his his just reser- desserts. So, um, and then the next part too, when like, uh, I think it's the next night or day when daddy comes back because he wants the body and Mm -hmm. unbeknownst to us at this point, but he starts rocking the boat, hitting it. And somehow uh, Nolan instinctually knows, or he, his guilt's bubbling up. He's like, we gotta get this fucking thing off the boat. Like maybe that that'll be the end of it. Cause he's after me, you know, or like he's, he wants whatever they offload the fuck, the uh, mama orca off the boat. And, And then they have like this music that's interesting. You said Ennio Morricone did the soundtrack. I had no idea, but yeah, this like the music paired with like, it's like sunrise or sunset and they have Mm -hmm. a fucking orca wake for the, Mm -hmm. the dead mother. And they push her out up onto the beach. And like, I, I watched this. I was a little bit inebriated. I I got a little zooted before watching this. And I, the music for some reason reminded me of, uh, a piece of the score in Donnie Darko. And then I kept thinking like, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I thought like Donnie Dorka, like this was <laughs> oh, it's a rational thought. <laughs> <laughs> I pictured like an orca in Donnie Darko. Like he's got to save the world. He's got to unleash his vengeance. But uh, yeah, the music in this is, is fucking dope. That's a good point. But, so yeah, they they have the the wake, and then it's like, dude, this took on another level of significance, you know, like with with Daddy Orca. Um, well, I think he he realizes that because, like you're talking about, when he talks, when he tells him to cut it, it's like he's we we don't know why he's like uh, as as mentally fucked up as he is about everything that's happened, right? We just know clearly some shit has happened. He feels weird about it. And then they start looking at the maps and the radar because they think they've, they've run aground or they hit something or like a reef or some shit. Right. And so he's like, that that's how they determine that it's not. And then he's like, Oh shit. I know what it is. It's that fucking whale that looked me in the eye yep. and it wants the body. So I, we got to fucking cut this thing loose. So I really like that uh, almost from the beginning of the movie, you get this like uh, this, you know, intense battle between these two, these two entities. And it's just so I don't know how to explain it, but it's like nobody else kind of I don't think understands to the depths that that he and this well, the uh, Captain Nolan and the well have. Right. Because even, you know, the the Indian guy, he talks to him about the, the tribes in the past. And, you know, he's he's bringing things to him that the town speaks to him, even the fucking doctor lady. You know, they're telling him all these facts about it, but it still boils down to he's like, no, nah, that's 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 me and him. And I am his drunk. Well, he, he like tells him I'm his drunk driver or something right. like that. 
right? Yeah. Isn't that what yeah. You uh, Native American dude, please, is the preferred nomenclature. Nomenclature. <laughs> I did read a <laughs> yeah, funny. Really I did read a funny factoid about the ideas, the idea of orcas mourning, and it was talking about how back in 2018, a female orca who was traveling with her pod uh, was seen pushing her dead calf for like 30 minutes after it was born. But the reason I bring this up is because apparently male orcas have a very good publicist who can spin this fact for them. And it says, um, you know, uh, the, the female orcas are grieving. Uh, the male orcas, like dolphins, don't really seem to grieve. And it said they are promiscuous at best and sexually <laughs> coercive at worst. Can you imagine if, if, if Bill Cosby's lawyers had got up in court and were like, no, 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 no. He did not drug and rape these women. He was just sexually coercive. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Nice. Nice. You yeah. I, was yeah, I remember thinking, oh, hearing fuck. that in junior high. They used Bill to say Cosby that all the time. Mammals are, uh, or dolphins are the only other mammal that has sex for pleasure. I just I remember hearing that all the fucking time in junior high. You just be yeah. like, how, the, how 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 do you know that? Why do you fucking what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, you know? I know. Well, I've heard I've heard stories <laughs> from like later in life about how they fucking they'll like pods and shit of of male or male dolphins within pods and shit with like tourists and people. They'll try to rape humans and shit. Like, yep. I've heard oh, all yeah. kinds of wild shit. Really? Yeah. There's a oh, King yeah. of the Hill episode about it. Yeah. Oh, really? That's, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. <sighs> oh boy, Ruth, Ruth's Chris, Ruth Chris's. So another, which another, one is it? Another funny part of this is when they put, he pushes the whale on shore, and the townies are now pissed off because. The orc is hanging around and fucking up the fish. And yeah, you're taking from my, my livelihood, boyo. Yeah, they're like, uh, <laughs> you need to either leave or kill this whale because it's it's fucking up our local economy. And he's like, but I have a one month lease on this house. And, you know, in reality, the townies <laughs> would be like, well, we're gonna have to kill you now. So yeah, we're right. not just gonna let you continue to live. Yeah. And this is where it starts kind of like the political aspect kind of starts mirroring Jaws a little bit. Um, and then I think next we get to the, uh, like, like the villagers are asking Nolan about, you know, the orca. And he's like, oh, no, I don't know anything about it. You know, and then it kind of, as it grows, like the villagers, like, insist that he kill it. Like, they know of his involvement and everything. Um and then, then we have the the incident where the orca comes through and he's like sinking people's boats and shit. And then finally, it culminates, I guess, uh, in like it it destroys the the fuel reserves and there's an explosion. Um, yeah, Dope. that's fucking sweet. You're not yeah. selling it. <laughs> no, I'm not. Dude, that shit was crazy. This yeah. whale destroys half a town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, Jaws is like, oh, you're afraid to go in the water. But Orc is like, yeah. I don't give a fuck whether or not you're in the water. I'm going to yeah. kill your bitch ass anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I really was, thought that weird little scarecrow thing was going to work, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it goes fucking raft on the town. Very, um, very clever. <laughs> yeah, that's another part I love is like after he blows up half the town, he's just like pleased with himself doing flips in the water. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, what do you think about that one? You want me to do a spin? <laughs> yeah, Bring your case, kid up. I'll get him wet. In case there was any doubt, like, yep, that was me. Yep, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, I think the next part is kind of we get Dr. Bradford and uh, – or Bedford, excuse me. I've been misquoting that. but uh, And Nolan start kind of – getting cozy a little bit and uh that's when he confesses like and where it comes into play from the beginning he he admits he like he, he has empathy for the whale and like like he's there's even a scene earlier too where he fucking um he seeks like religious guidance like he goes yeah. and talks to the yeah, fucking that's right yeah. the priest or the pastor or whatever and was like uh is it a sin to kill an animal boyo and uh you know talking about that and then <laughs> i thought it was funny too he's like uh Oh, sin, the the pastor's like, well, sins are really against oneself. And I was like, that's fucking bullshit. I was like, yeah, kind of like the esoteric meaning of like normal folk, but that's not a one size fits all. I don't buy into that. Sins, like there's people that f- fucking exert their will on others and fucking like yeah. they deserve retribution, you know? So I, yeah. well, I, I mean, that's just me spinning up church. on that. The Catholic Church famously has a pretty loose morality standard. So, yes, <laughs> that's an understatement. Hey, have you seen a quick side tangent? Have you seen Spotlight yet? No, you didn't watch Spotlight. It's fucking good, man. You know, isn't that the one about the kid who's a drummer or whatever? And the guy's no, made uh, to him. That's <laughs> fucking Whiplash, which that one's fucking awesome too, dude. I think you would like it a lot. Um, no, no Spot- it's the, about the Catholic uh, Church. It's, it's Mark Ruffalo, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton. Okay. Yeah. I could From. Of. <laughs> product of. <laughs> uh, Dream Team. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Catholic Church. Um, yeah. And then, so we get into probably my favorite part is uh, where Lethal Weapon 2's house on the side of a fucking hill probably got inspired from the the orca comes and uh attacks nolan's like cliffside beach house um drags the fucking thing into the water which is rad bites off bo derrick's leg um which was also pretty awesome Um, had he killed anyone before that point yet or that's the first oh no before this he takes the other dude what the fuck's his name he fucking bites him in half or he drags him off the boat like the salty uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. The first mate or whatever yeah yeah that yeah 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 Yeah, that's the first proper kill and then it's like okay we're one to one let's let sleeping dogs lie but it's like no you took my baby too so uh we're not done yet um Will Sampson comes into the picture. He's like, yeah, you should fucking stay away from these waters. He's like, this ain't good for you to Nolan. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, who played, what's his name? Umalak? Yeah. Will Sampson. Yeah. Umalak. Some, something I, like that. I got a quick piece of trivia for him, too. I was going to save trivia for the end, but I thought this was just fucking rad. I'm, I'm a big Will Sampson fan. But uh, so Craig T. Nelson of coach fame. Uh starred in uh the first two poltergeists and i guess he he and uh will samson were 
or simpatico um and samson died in like 86 or 87 i think uh he's he's buried within the muskogee creek nation nation boundaries uh and craig t nelson happened to be passing through the area and wanted to pay his respects he drove around for four or five hours trying to find the cemetery where he finally stopped at a corner store and asked where samson was buried as it turned out the man standing next to nelson in the store was sam will samson's cousin and told craig t nelson where that he'd show him his burial spot it happened to be cicada season and nelson remembers the buzzing was overwhelming he approached samson's grave and said something to the effect of hey will it's craig Within three or four seconds, Nelson recalls the sound of the cicadas tapered off and stopped entirely. That's pretty dope. Spooky. Creepy. I like it. Um, yeah, there's your dose of Will Sampson for all the Will Sampson aficionados out there. Um, so then now it's kind of on like where the crew's chasing uh, the whale actively so they're playing. They're getting on the offensive, um, and then well, there's throw that fun, away. There's like that fun moment when they get on the boat and they're like, "We're gonna go do it." You know that like pre big hunt. It kind of reminded me of Ghost in the Darkness. Ghost when scared. they're like, "Like, yep, we're fucking doing it. Let's we're go." Up. You know. Um. Yeah, so they start chasing after him. Uh, we get another kind of throwaway character, Ken. Ken Dog happens to be leaning off the, the side of the ship. Um, and then I wish we had a, a good nickname. I was trying to think of one for Papa San Orca, but he, he sidles up against the boat and fucking Ken happens to be leading over and falls off or the whale grabs him, rips him down, pulls him under the fucking water so they're starting to drop like flies now well that's um, the, that's the guy he saved earlier yeah is that who that is the play so. by robert carradine i think so i'm pretty sure yeah okay it's like you ungrateful he bitch <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a good bump i should have that one um let's see here and this I is when they go out there okay thanks Sorry, I stepped all over you. <laughs> go ahead. What were you going to say, John? Uh, this is when they go out with the four. There's like six of them at this point, right? It's the... Uh, the doctor, Ken, Will, Samson. Uh, I think we got Nolan. five. They, I, they go out and, uh, and like you're saying, they start dropping like fucking flies. They, went, they, they go off. Um, he gets the one. But it's the part that I thought was weird is like after what you're talking about, like all of a sudden, like he waves him on and he's like, come on, motherfucker. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. you gotta follow him. <laughs> and oh, so to, they took him straight of Belle Isle. Dude, and like he takes him to fucking Antarctica or some shit. Like what? <laughs> what, that, what was that? was not ready for that. I was like, Jesus, did you follow this thing? And and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, the, the ropes are fucking frozen solid on the, on the boat. Like I said, it's just, it was like crazy, dude. Yeah. I, I didn't look up. I didn't research a lot. I don't know where the Strait of Belle Isle is, if that's fictional that they made up, but I know they start out in Newfoundland, which is pretty far. Newfoundland. Northeast. Um, yeah. So I guess if they're pushing and they start seeing icebergs and shit, it gets very cold. Then they're up by like, 
you know, in between Greenland and like, I don't know, Hudson Bay or far northern reaches of fucking northeast Canada somewhere yeah. up towards there is where we That was the impression at. I got. He was he was pulling them north. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did not expect it to go there. I was like, damn, man. That's the impression that I get. Um, yeah, so, and then also, right, I think it's a one-two punch. Ken gets killed, falling off, and then Paul, our Richard Dreyfus stand-in, yeah. uh, he gets drowned and gets pulled down uh, as he's trying to get a lifeboat. Um, uh, so then the next day, then we get... Uh, Umalak, Will Sampson gets dispatched by getting crushed by a fucking iceberg and his fucking hand sticking out with yeah. blood and shit. That, that was, was pretty a crazy kill, dude. Yeah, I wasn't. Ex- I was hoping he would last a little bit longer, but yeah, um, or like yeah. he would be like he would be the last one standing with Doctor Bedford. I thought it was gonna play out, but um, yeah, so he gets crushed. Then it's just then we're down to Nolan and Bedford, um, mm. and then but. Of course, just before he gets crushed, he's able to send out an SOS. Um, SOS. (laughs) Police. Um, Yeah, so then uh, our guy Nolan in Bedford, they they hide on an iceberg. Uh, There's a a chase ensues. The orca's like fucking dispatch he's like splitting through icebergs and shit like yeah dude he sends the iceberg at him that's how he initially gets him right it like goes up and then the whole reason they can tell is like oh it's going what does she say it's going against the current or something like that yeah and he's like oh yeah that's that fucking whale yeah he's running on pure he's still seeing red he's he's running on pure vengeance fuel um and then uh they have this weird kind of like seesaw battle on the iceberg and the yeah. whale jumps onto the, like hops out onto the ice and sends Nolan into the water. And then like at the, our, our last uh, showdown, I think, isn't there another shot of the eye here? Like they'd go eyeball to eyeball again. Yeah. One last yeah. time. I think they do it in reverse where they show yeah. Nolan's eye and you can see the orca in his eye. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. Right. and then the whale fucking gets Nolan and fucking ejecto Cito cusses him out onto another iceberg where he fucking breaks every single one of his bones in his body. I like <laughs> did not think. expect that. Yeah. Yeah, I like the way it went out. Because, like, normally yeah. you think, oh, yeah, the guy and the girl, they get away. They built this yeah. relationship. They showed, like, yeah, he's got sympathy for the fucking thing. Like, they, his... The drunk driver, his his wife and kid were killed, you know, but right. it's like, and then it's done. Then the fucking orca fucking absconds away. And wouldn't it be funny credits. to find out he was the drunk driver? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking just, uh, orca just steering with his fins. Fucking. <laughs> no, I meant Nolan. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> not the not the fucking whale, you dumbass! <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> fucking with his little fins on the wheel. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> He's got like a bottle of Jack. He's like, to finish the job, swerving, fucking. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, you idiot. 
<laughs> oh man, that's oh. awesome. Baseball. <laughs> yeah, what what you said. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, that last shot he gets though at the harpoon before that though? Because we we were talking about the. Oh, he that's does. The, he does nick him. That's the one that looks the roughest, I think, out of all the all the uh, all the effects in the movie. That one when he when he hits it with the it looks like that harpoon looks like it just went through fucking cardboard or something. Like yeah. it just it's all just like. Yeah, I was but, thinking that's foam, foam and a layer of like rubber or something. I figured that sure. was the exactly what you were talking about when you brought it up. Was that specific shot because yeah. that yeah that one was the roughest. But yeah, everything else is well done and like yeah, I it is. I struggle to think like how you would like like just the logistics of filming like a a film on the water with a creature, mm-hmm. you know, and like and, and editing it and tying it all together and making it look coherent and like as well put together as we got in this for sure. Cause I'm sure they had a smaller budget than the likes of jaws. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah. But I yeah. will say that in terms of like making an animal out of rubber, orca has got to be one of the easier ones. Cause they already look like they're made out of rubber. Yeah. yeah. It's totally. not as tall of an order as making like a fucking alligator. Great white. Sure. Yeah. I, think yeah, I, I also enjoyed the, the scenery. Go ahead. Sorry in orca better than jaws i think it's because i'm a cold yeah. i'm a cold weather guy same yeah, i would agree with that yeah for sure i don't ah uh, man i too many right children now, in jaws don't like kids <laughs> too many one of them dies <laughs> so there's that i know yeah that that's got a uh, strong that yeah. was your that was the only thing you were holding on to yeah that helped it <laughs> yeah i definitely prefer this kind of uh the scenery versus like the beach and sand like mm-hmm. i was gonna say it'd be a good opportunity to have the uh i hate sand bump from <laughs> star wars right now but i do something about sand it just fucking pisses me off because it gets yeah. everywhere and i know i'm not gonna get rid of the last traces for at least four days from every Word. crack and crevice um probably tmi but yeah, I fucking hate sand so bad. Yeah, like puts Dude. me in a bad mood. I hate it. <laughs> I'm, w- I'm with you. <laughs> My favorite's the sand that's like really wet. It's like hard pack and it's like yeah. overcast yeah. out. You know, like can fucking walk on actually, and it doesn't like kill your the back of your fucking calf. And you're I'll just trudging. say I hate the beach. I fuck yeah. the beach. Oh damn. Bold. And summer just sucks. Summer just sucks. Ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's just a terrible time. Like I fucking hate it. Yeah. I me, I want cloudy, overcast, sixty-five. I if I can wear a hoodie and be out in a boot, it's fucking perfect. <laughs> That's all I need. Dude. As soon it's like, dog, especially where in Northern California, you just sweat your dick off. Yeah. And if it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, dude, it's brutal. Yes, it is. I'm so glad to have moved from that region. That's probably 80% of the reason, to be honest. Like yeah. I've, in the past two months, you guys have had just ever escalating, like dry oh, and dude. sun, yeah. like 92 up to like mid to high one tens. And yes. I've, 
dude, every week here, it's a fucking, the one thing I will say, it's the amount of storms and lightning and power going out is mm-hmm. definitely a lot more than in California. Like you don't have to yeah. fucking deal with that well, shit. Well, you know, Texas all. has their power going out combined with the hot <laughs> shitty weather. So yeah, that's true. And that's, and that's a more worlds. recent development. For sure too. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, we've been in what they call a heat dome for two weeks. So it's been like historically hot here, which is still not as hot as it's gotten in other places. I lived. It's been like over a hundred every day for like two weeks. And growing up, people would always be like, Oh yeah, you know, it's a dry heat. It's not that bad. I guess I never really realized what a dry heat was until I moved here. I thought Dallas was not that humid, but it's actually really fucking humid there. So I didn't believe it when people were like, oh, yeah, dry heat, not that bad. But now that I've experienced 100 degree weather with dry heat, you totally can just walk around in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll agree with that because like today it was like fucking 84. But at 845 in the a.m., I went to go pull the trash cans up and it was like I think the humidity matched. And I, I felt like I was in a wasteland. Yeah. Whereas if it were like 102 in Northern California with like 20% or less humidity, it's like, yeah, it's hot, but I can breathe. I don't and feel then, like I'm walking through a fucking moisture barrier every cubic <laughs> inch of yeah. my surroundings. On top of that here, there's like a 40 degree swing. So like if I That's were to nice. get up at like 3 a.m., it would be like 60 something outside. Oh, dude. That's, yeah, that's nice. At least, uh, for here, dog, I'll wake up at fucking three in the morning and have to turn the fucking AC on. It's like because 85. I'm down to my underwear <laughs> and just fucking sweating my dick off. It's like, I feel like it's still like, yeah, high 80s at, at, from like one to, uh, fucking sunrise. It just doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't cool off. Yeah. 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 No, Texas is the same way. It's still in the 90s when the sun is down. Fucking miserable. So up, you go in your house, you're still sweating 10 minutes after you got inside. Dude, we went to the fucking that Sesame Street land and I fucking got on the lazy river and <laughs> about zero seconds after getting out of the water, I was sweating immediately. <laughs> I was like, I need to be submerged in water 24 yeah. 7 in this kind of atmosphere. To that have. place looked cool. Yeah, it was cool, but I also, dude, I was having an existential crisis like the first day because it was like 85% humidity and it was like 92. Dude, it Mm -hmm. felt so thick and it was like, it was just (laughs) everywhere. And there was 100 million people at this fucking park and kids. (laughs) And it was the dirtiest motherfucking park, dude. We went, I went in to go take a leak. (laughs) There's no soap, nothing to dry your hands off of. There was shit on the floor. Like that's why you just get in the lazy river, dude. Dude, I was like, I was like thinking in my head, I was like, probably in the first stages of like heat exhaustion, I was like, people are not meant to live like this. Like we weren't supposed to get big enough to have lands like Sesame Street and Disneyland and shit like this. Like I was taking a toll on my like psyche. It broke me first day. Fucking Hell $12 yeah. for, a, for Dasani. Like, Jesus Christ. So then really, Orca is the better summer movie because it gives you a taste. You can cool down watching it. <laughs> there it is. Instead of a reminder of how fucking hot it is outside. Yeah, I would agree with that a thousand percent. Just seeing an iceberg, it's like, oh, fuck. 
I just cooled down five degrees. Yeah, I watched Jaws right after this, too. I did the same thing you did, Steve. Uh, did you watch Jaws first or second, Steve? Second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, same here. And it's weird because I remember going into the movie, I was like, yep, Chris is right. Fuck Jaws. <laughs> and and then, I wa- and then I watched it. It ended, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, that movie was cool. I, I, I can see the argument, sure. And then I watched Jaws right after it, and I was just like, oh... I don't know. Man, Charles was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to ride it, ride with you, Chris. And then yeah, I watched no. it right afterwards, and I was it, like, "Yeah, you know what? It's they're just different, right? It's they're an excellent movie. It's just not one that I want to consistently yeah. watch over and over again, for sure. And it is definitely you can feel. I feel like there's a couple of parts in Jaws where it kind of feels long. Like you're talking about you like a shorter movie, right? And there's there's definitely a couple of pieces where you're just like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Get on with it. Yeah. Some Orca's weird like more... pageant. I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the yeah. center of the story, but I don't need to like see them in a hotel, like doing right. weird competitions and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Patience, buddy. Can you try that? The big P word, patience. Yeah, it, the Orca is definitely more balls to the wall, and it cuts right to the chase. It's yep. a qu- it's a quicker. It's like ninety two minutes. The one I saw was hour and thirty two. So, yeah, especially coming off a of fucking Oppenheimer. God damn, man. I mean, oh, honestly, I wish fun. this movie was two and a half hours, and they just like. There's an hour of Nolan just going through a cycle of pulling random white bearded dudes onto his boat only to be <laughs> eaten by a fucking orca. Yeah. Like all the drummers and fucking spinal tap. <laughs> yeah, I do think that you get definitely the villain is better in Orca for sure. I think the whale, there's just so much more to, I mean, we already talked about it, but there, there for sure is a lot more to that whale than just fucking the shark. Well, is there. is he the villain? The I whale, still look at. I, I still look guy. at. Yeah, I still look at well, him I, as yeah. he's our protagonist, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of side with no one there. I mean, he's just out doing his fucking job, bro. You know, trying to get money, make stacks. Sorry, I hit your fucking wife, dude. You're a, <laughs> you're a bitch. You know what I mean? The whale's yeah. just doing. The whale's just doing his job. Yeah. yeah, and he's better. Put at yourself, it. put yourself in the whale shoes, man. All right. Yeah, you, I do. Your think old that lady and unborn child just got fucking murked. After yeah. what he does, it's hard to redeem him. But I do think that they did as good as you possibly could with that because he does truly feel sorry and yeah. like tries to apologize to this fucking <laughs> yeah. whale. He was ready. Yeah, he was like, I came down here to look him in the eye and say, "Sorry, matey." Well, yeah. yeah and he, and, <laughs> I think he said something like, I think today's the day. Like, he knew it was a suicide mission. Yeah. 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 Like, he, even even if he were to, able to get away, he'd, he'd it'd be stuck with him. So maybe this right. was his, you know, absolution. Like, okay, yeah, this is something that needs to happen so it doesn't gnaw away at me. And then, like, the, the universe is, you know, set right again. Yeah, because even Samson tells him because he's like, oh, we're when they run out of the gas, you know, and he's like, oh, we'll send out the SOS and then they can come and get you and the doctor. And he's like, oh, don't you mean all of us? And he's like, yeah, he doesn't say anything. (laughs) He makes a makes a very deliberate point to be like, no, y'all are leaving. I'm fucking right here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will say if I truly want to be an asshole towards both Orca and Jaws, uh, someone that has grown up in the middle of the country just thinks, get the fuck away from the water. Yeah. <laughs> like, just go go inland yeah. and anywhere, none of this is a problem. Anywhere yeah, five miles inland, you're good. Yep. Yeah, I thought this was, the timing of this was kind of interesting, too, because I saw there were reports in, I think it was early to mid-June, there was, like, a spike in killer whale activity, yeah. like, fucking with humans and boats and stuff, and, like, uh, it uh, across, like, Spain, I think a couple other regions, but I saw this, like, heat map, like, of the amount of, t- uh, like, with dots, like, dotting... Um, like the western coast of like Spain and the southern portion around uh, like southern Portugal and stuff and like how they've intensified over like a 10 15 20 year span um yeah, yeah it's pretty it's pretty wild like like just the the frequency of uh seemingly with intent like these orcas going and like upending boats ramming into boats um yeah i mean well dude and Go ahead, Steve. I was just going to say, I meant to look that up because I remember hearing about that in the news. Um, and I I didn't. But maybe the guy with the orca on his t-shirt could offer a little more <laughs> insight. Yeah. Like, so, like, within the last three years, there's been, like, 500 reported incidents between orcas and humans in that sort of, like, Strait of Gibraltar area, like, around southern Spain and Portugal. I mean, there's no like true explanation for it, but orcas are extremely intelligent and they do like pass down skills to their young. So a lot of scientists have theorized it's just like either they're just playing or they're, you know, like teach. It's a fad that has caught on within that particular orca community <laughs> because they do do things like that. Um, Dude, fuck yeah, they there do. was this thing where like they started wearing dead salmon on top of their head as like a fad that one orca did it. And then all of the orcas in the, that same pod started doing that. That's fucking rad. Fucking trendsetter. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> going to be on TikTok, uh, and Jesus Christ. Fucking rip, Dude, they, they rip my drip. S- same kind of thing. They, uh, I saw this uh, report where they're fucking up sharks, great white sharks. They bite their fucking fins, like they'll attack them in waves. Like you're talking about how they like uh, the different training and passing down of knowledge and shit. They are fucking dummy smart. The shit that they do is insane. Like they'll bite the the they'll remove the dorsal fin so it just gets all fucked up and it just like goes belly up and floats on these great white sharks and all they eat is the fucking liver out of it. Yeah. Like they just I eat heard the that. liver and Damn. they fucking dip off. That's like uh, the delicacy. Like, Oh yeah, we're taking. Yeah. We're like great whites were like in a serious jam because they're like, yeah, these fucking killer whales are just bodying these sharks out here. Just going hog wild. Yeah, and just for that. fun. It's yeah. yeah. I forgot about the but liver thing. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That was, yeah. that was a really cool story. And I, Damn, saw, I haven't heard that. That's wild. Yeah, I saw some people were like, well, it's probably just Japanese fishermen that are coming to cut off their whatever. It's like, no, they have yeah. giant fucking teeth marks and yeah. they're just yeah. pulling out their whatever. 
Yeah, because at first pit they didn't know what they were just like, what what's going on with these sharks? Like nobody fucking knew. <laughs> and then it was like they finally I think they caught it on film or something, and it was like, holy shit. That's What's what the doing. deal with sharks? <laughs> Dude, or have you seen how they hunt, how they'll get fucking sea lions and shit that are on yeah. like chunks of ice? That shit is dog. Oh my God. They swim in groups of three. And then the way they like do their, their tail fins, it fucking is like a sonic boom splits the ice. And then the sea lions just fucked. Like if he doesn't if he doesn't get overwhelmed by the waves that they send over the chunk of ice, then they do this thing that literally like splits the ice and they just have nowhere to go. They fall in and get fucked. Via like force and sound that they create with their the fucking tail yeah. clap wave. And they'll have That's one crazy. like be in the front to kind of like keep so the sea lion is like, oh, what's going on? He'll be looking at that one, and then the rest and are coming flank up. Flank him off to the behind. side. Fucking yeah. clever girl. Clever girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I've always is. enjoyed the camaraderie of good friends competing in games of chance and skill. I ended Shark Week, too, dude. This was a perfect, perfect time to do this. Jason Momoa. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yep. What do they call it? Somebody called that when your girl's on the rag. Shark Week, because blood's in <laughs> water. Yep. The Shark Week used to be lit. It's kind of fucking garbage now. Yeah, it seems very commercialized. I just saw they have um, Jason Momoa is like, it's Shark Week, of course. Like, ah, get yeah. out of here, fucking awkward yeah. man. Yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, that's wild. That's a bunch of shit that I had never heard of before. Yeah, killer whales are fucking nasty, bro. Not doing for that, play play. Doing that fucking daddy damage. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen um, in a similar vein. Dolphins, when they're trying to trap a school of fish, they'll kind of do like a whirlpool swimming thing. Oh, with they'll all go in a circle, flapping their mm-hmm. shit, and it, it creates like a weird dust cloud. And the fish like are confused because they can't see in or out. So some of them jump in or jump out. But ah, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, definitely That's more. Totally really- visual thing so it's hard to describe <laughs> all right yeah, yeah. audio but uh yeah uh check it out pretty cool i picture like those remember in like grade school you get those two two liter bottles with oh yeah the tornado connect yeah. the co- yeah. they're connected with that fucking thing on the threads <laughs> and you fucking oh that's fucking cool as shit oh yeah <laughs> i remember how big of a deal that was when i was a kid like this is fucking rad Oh yeah, let's play heads up seven up now. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, I, I saw this one article. To it, someone was like hop- hypothesizing why the spike in interactions, um, and it kind of goes to like the fad thing, uh, how the behavior coincides with profiles of like juvenile uh, killer whales. Um, they said it could be a response to like an aversive situation, um, like passing down like the the memory. Uh, several individuals uh, have have lived a bad experience and try to stop the boat so as not to repeat it. Uh, this behavior coincides with the profile of adults. Um, and I, I just saw I saw that another report too. I think it was like in early July, and I 
I guess it's not, it, I, it is rare, but it's not as rare as I thought it was. Like I, I thought it was like unprecedented. Like this has never happened before, but I researched and it was like, I saw articles from like 2019, 2008, 1996, where, um, there's like a, an, an unusually large group congregated in one area. There was like 30 to 35 various reports showed of these killer whales that had assembled off the coast of Monterey Bay in like central coast uh, California and they were like oh would, it's a mystery why like they don't normally congregate in packs like this you know and at first I was like oh the the spate of you know them going after boats and then like they're organizing and like oh there's like some with the climate change and this and that like are they gonna fucking start fucking shit up orca style you know like coordinated yeah. attacks and shit but then I saw like you know 2019 like the early aughts there's there's been other documented cases in like pacific northwest of like seeing like 30 and 40 uh killer whales in a pod just congregating off the coast and but yeah so that conspiracy that i had to put my tin foil hat away pretty quickly after looking into that um we don't know anything unfortunately it's true uh all right well it sounds like this is a winner across the board. Um, I'm still team Jaws. I I prefer watching Jaws. I watch it every June, July. I'm I'm kind of set in my ways though when it comes a certain time of year. I reach for a certain movie, but yep. after I think it was like a decade since I watched Orca. But after watching it now, with a little bit older eyes on it and like the whole vengeance angle, the way it hit me, I, I definitely think yeah. I'll probably incorporate it and watch it more frequently uh, and encourage others to do so as well. Um, and yeah, that fucking, I didn't even look at it, but you saying 9%, 30% critic and audience on fucking Rotten Tomatoes, that's a sacrilege. That's travesty. This is yeah. this should be at minimum in the 60, 70 range. Um, and you could argue even higher, but yeah, I, I think it's a fun uh aquatic revenge tale <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. swim <laughs> swim fish what was that dolphin's tale with morgan freeman yeah i've never seen the movie i just remember you were so fucking tickled by that part <laughs> you used to say it at work yeah. all that you'd always bring it up oh, dude you know fuck. morgan freeman and then he goes like in the trailer he goes like this he's like Swim! <laughs> I think he says fish too. He's like, I he either know. says fish, swim, or he says swim fish, and he he throws up his hand like swim it, fish, like how Chris, what's his face in Jurassic Chris Park? Is, yep. Yeah, God like damn. he's controlling you are the fuck. My goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> like he can teach or instruct the fucking like, Velociraptor. Whoa, whoa, dinosaur! Whoa. <laughs> Oh, that's blue. He knows me. Yeah, I'll tell you what he called it. I will say, I I enjoyed the first Jurassic World. There's a pretty baller beat down between. Uh, I won't spoil it, but at the end, there's a really cool yeah. fucking beat down scene. I think those movies absolutely just fall the fuck apart after that first movie. That yeah. first movie was watchable. Yeah. And then the next two are are just so fucking terrible. I haven't even I seen the latest one, Dominion. Dude, I was... 
You know how it is. You know what they're fucking doing right now. They go back and they grab everything. They grab a tone. So, oh, original actors. Yep, they got Jack Michael and, and the Flash. Yeah. And, and it's just like, you ha- at that point, you're just fucking obligated. You have to go. Yeah. I saw the Flash trailer and I was like, get fucked. No way. Not doing it. For a couple of reasons. Flashpoint Paradox is one of the fucking greatest DC tales there is. Didn't really want to fuck with that. And then you see Michael Keaton as Batman, and you go, fuck. I All right. It. I have to fucking watch it. I have to watch yeah. it. I have to go watch that. And yeah, it's terrible. And then Jurassic, the Jurassic World Dominion, whatever it is, same thing. They got everybody. They're all here. Every The whole gang's back. And yeah. it's just like, I got to fucking watch it. I have to go watch that. And then you just, it's always the same. You leave, like, just so fucking angry and disappointed. Yeah. Well, Yeah. I will say I I did I, I like Sam Neill but that that wasn't enough to make to get me to watch Dominion I was like no nope, I'm not doing it the second one burned me pretty bad the second one was dog shit I I will say I watched I went and I've been recently going my nephew he's like 14 or 15 now and he's like more into movies and stuff and he's like he's getting into like breaking stuff down because he's getting older and he's like learning more so it's fun so we've been going we started we watched the Flash. And it was dog shit, but I really liked the, uh, the flash to, uh, Michael Keaton, the disheveled when he's all, when he's got the fucking long hair and the beard and everything like that that whole interaction of him explaining like the time dilation and time travel shit. That was fun. But yeah, the rest of it was, was horrible. I wish the audience could see Steve's face right now. (laughs) (laughs) Like I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't like literature, any dog. Of it. It's, fu- of it. it's funny you say that because literally, I was just thinking. I wish Chris could see my face, like <laughs> specifically, like, dude, please save us. I don't know. What, Jump in. I don't know what nerds. I don't know what to say to derail these guys, but you probably do. <laughs> so I'm, I'm begging you to please stop. Do it, do it now. Yeah. Well, I will say Oppenheimer. That's when we can we can get on lit. board with. It was. I like good. Uh, is this the same nephew who uh, puked in the theater? Yes. The story you told last. Yeah. Yes, it is. Indeed. I don't know if he listened. He didn't bring it up. So. Um. I said I may edit it out because I didn't want to embarrass him. But <laughs> my wife was like, "No, leave it in. That's fun." Um, yeah, it's a good right. story, man. Uh, no throw up this time, thankfully. But yeah, I was like thinking, fuck, what would I think at 15 watching Oppenheimer? I was like, I don't even know, man. Yeah, it was yeah, wild. It was definitely, de- I saw someone who make the comparison like it's this generation's like JFK with the a shitty movie that no one's going to give a fuck about. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Fucking savage, mate. You don't like JFK with the one of the patron saints, Kevin Costner? Careful, dude. We're going to end up in another episode. Chris is going to say some flagrant <laughs> shit right now, dude. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through, but I remember it was a big deal when it came out, and Ooh, now nobody fucking talks about it. So <laughs> it's, it's a good movie, man. I love JFK. Even, But I'm also one of those really con- – when it comes to JFK, I get real conspiracy – I say it doesn't go far enough. That's what I'll say. But 
it, it only hints at what I think is really out there, but it's a, it's a good film. It's very similar. It's got a huge ensemble cast, controversial subject matter, very long. Um, but Oppenheimer is definitely its own thing. I would, I highly recommend it. I still don't even know how I feel about it, but I, w- I would recommend you watch it. Um, but yeah, that was a it's kind a of a trip. Walking st- it, it is a little long in the tooth as Bob I will say. say I think there's only about like a half hour span where it's like, they could have to, to be fair. It, it feels like yeah. it, it's set like the first like hour and a half, two hours. The setup is really dope. It's, it's good. And then you go through this lull and then it's like the final, like 45 minutes of the film is just like fucking it's, it's good. It's cool. I will also but clarify that I have not seen it. I just know that it's too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Like I went right along. I was like, Oh yeah, he's seen it. Okay. No, surprisingly, even though it's, you know, not a whole lot of movies come out based in New Mexico, I still have not decided to see it. <laughs> but Jesus they all seem to have. That's Jason Bourne. These, these bums have been. I know, horrific, I'm, I'm off target. Horrifically bad. In my mind, I'm nailing it right now <laughs> with bumps. A legend in his own. They drag him out of here. Get the shit out of him. Bring you back to my side a little bit. Baseball. <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's what Oppenheimer needed. They needed a baseball moment. Steve, were you talking about like the, there's like this crazy conspiracy where there was no atomic bomb, right? What is that? Was that? Were you guys talking about that? Yeah. It was like just a bunch. Yeah, of he brought that up. Yeah, there there is a belief that there is no such thing as an atomic bomb. I was That's glad you wild, said man. that because I had that undercurrent. I was thinking about that while watching Oppenheimer mm-hmm. too, and I was trying to like. Did you turn to the person next to you? You're like, "That's bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking TNT. Hey, this fuck guy isotopes. I know who doesn't know anything says that this is bullshit. So <laughs> yeah, fuck all this isotope and neutron smashing quantum mechanics horse shit. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, gravity. That's just a theory, dude. oh man all right is there anything i know we kind of i know i i probably trampled on orca a little bit but is there anything you guys want to talk about uh, about orca that we may have not touched on that you enjoyed or i don't think so man good flick i i was pumped i'm glad i watched it for the first time uh it's definitely one i think i'll go back to uh, it was Sweet. it was cool, man. It was good. Awesome, Steve. Yeah, no, I brought it, so of course I like it. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, see, this is one where it works out. Where it, uh, it you know, works in my favor. We'll we get the the percentage bumped up here to. We were sitting at a eighty five point four, and now we are sitting at an eighty five point seven. So no harm. All because of that fucking macabre and Mrs. Miller, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's McCabe, asshole. No. uh, (laughs) I will say that other Orca movie I mentioned, Namu the Killer Whale, was from 1966. And it had that fuck, like, one of my least favorite things in movies from that period, which McCabe and Miss Miller also has, where it's 
every movie thought that they needed a folk music soundtrack of someone yeah. fucking narrating what's going on <laughs> in the movie in the t- the form of a folk song. It's fucking infuriating listening to a song about a killer whale every five minutes. Yeah, yeah I'm not a big fan of the uh, the narration. Usually, I guess the only exception would be Milo and Otis, but that one kind of comes with the territory because those animals can't talk, but um. (laughs) it's true. They cannot. (laughs) Have have any of you guys seen Milo and Otis? Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Fuck. Yeah. That's one of the ones that like most of the shit, my kid, cause my daughter's almost seven. My other son's like, 18 months he doesn't give a shit we watched fucking season two of perry mason and he was just as into it as fucking locked in sesame street so i was like fuck yeah you're my writer my other my daughter she's very particular about stuff but we did like there's there's moments where it's like she gets to relive shit from my childhood and she really digs on it and it's super fun one of which was milo and otis was super fun to to revisit and see her get the kind of same like the spectacle that I had when I was a kid watching it. So, yeah, I can't yeah. wait until you're 70 and your adult daughter walks up to you and she's like, did you know they killed a shit ton of animals for that movie? <laughs> Dude, I actually, I did go down a rabbit hole and it, it is, pr- there's, there's, uh, there's some stuff there that, uh, is sobering and like the really? treatment of those animals. Yeah. And about Milo and Otis. Oh yeah, yeah. and there. Don't if you if you actually if you actually go back and you watch it with thirty five plus man year old eyes, you're (laughs) like, oh yeah, they went through five pugs for sure in like the bear scene (laughs) alone. Like, there's some speculation. Oh, is it just is it just the dogs they killed? That's fine. No, (sighs) there's definitely a scene that when I watched it as an adult, I didn't know that. Like, I watched it when I was a child, and then came back to when I was like twenty or something. And I had no awareness of it. But when you watch it as an adult, you immediately know without having to look it up. You're just like, oh, they just threw a fox off a cliff. Oh, no. (laughs) Fuck. No. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm sure no less than like 25 animals of various species were uh, murdered or killed um, that go against all kinds of regulations with filming and animal safety and shit now that would not fly yeah that's crazy they need to I make like, never, I, they need to make a revenge film of all of those fucking dead <laughs> animals <laughs> yeah because i mean to get you back on our side i'm sure a couple of those cats i mean calicos are like a dime a dozen i'm sure they don't you dare they went through a few yeah i don't remember any scene where it was like a hundred percent a cat died but there is a scene where definitely they just like put a crab next to a kitten and like, let the, like, let the crab pinch him and stuff. It's like, what the f- why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> and they got like Dudley Moore narrating. And it's like this happy, like fucking adventure. Milo. Jaunt. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Definitely not stuff go, they could have gotten away with, go with, goddamn with John Wick on the Milo and Otis people. Yeah, for real. John Wick. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch this fucking alligator film now. I, oh, I had yeah. the opportunity. It's great. Joe, Joe Bob, on his uh, his specials, they just showed uh, alligator. And I, I don't know how much I'm going to hurt Chris with this, but I was so tired and it lulled me 
into the the best sleep that I've had, like more than like any <laughs> ASMR out there. Like I you felt said like the I, same thing about Navy SEALs, and look how that ended up. I could have just yeah, you could have knocked me. You could have knocked me over with a feather trying to hold that, but I mean, it was late at night, and I'll I'll give well, it a shot then, eventually. Papa was full of malort, and yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Alligator? Crocodile? What is yeah. it? Yeah. Alligator. alligator yeah. Fucking rules. Anytime a, a pet baby alligator is flushed down a toilet and survives in the city sewers, 12 years later, it grows to an enormous size thanks to the diet of discarded laboratory dogs injected with growth hormones. Now humans have entered the menu. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> oh, it is. That was, yeah, that was right up there with uh, Milo and Otis in terms of movies <laughs> I watched as a kid. <laughs> Fucking what was the that. other one you said, Chris? Alligator. Razorback. Blood sport. Razorback. Razorback is the best. Uh, like, it's, at points you're just like, is this an art film or is this a Jaws ripoff? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's high art. It's not art. It's trash. <laughs> Razorback. All right. Bang! Two of them added. Uh, I thought I had one more. Oh yeah, this I thought this was a quick hitter trivia. Richard Harris, who was only forty six at the time. Holy shit, man! That's in nineteen seventy seven. Forty six, dude. Yeah, yeah, bro. He's got every fucking inch of it. You could have told me he was seventy, and I would have believed you. Yeah, dude. What's crazy is this is in seventy seven, and then. My first introduction to him was in Patriot Games with Harrison Ford in 1992, and he looks virtually the same. Like he he's hmm. perpetually like so. Once he hit like 25, he just looked 65 the rest of his life, kind of guy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he so Richard Harris, who was 46, performed all of his own stunts and was nearly killed on se- several occasions. Just throw away <laughs> dude that's intense <laughs> you almost died man. several times for orca holy shit man well that's what an artist does for his craft yeah talking about going method how did you come across these chris oh i just razorback and alligator i just watched as a kid like all the time like i fucking love those movies <laughs> like on tv like or... No, or just i would rent them i was yeah. Did you have free reign on renting what you wanted, or was your dad or mom so, influence your your proclivities to uh, this kind of stuff? The way it worked when I was like super young, my parents were very religious, and they're like, "We're not going to let you watch anything. You can't. Yeah, certainly not rated R movies." But then I had these cousins that we would go stay with for like weeks at a time, and their parents did not give a fuck. Yeah, they were like. The well-to-do, like, just doing whatever the fuck they want. Have Super Nintendo and Sega. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. That's a big That's deal a back out. then. Oh, yeah. I oh, was a, yeah. It's a one-console household. And, yeah, my aunt would just <laughs> let us let us rent whatever we wanted. And I was... That's cool. Me and one of my cousins were about the same age. I'm, like, six months older than him. We were the youngest, but my brother's, like, four years older than me. So it's, like... Maybe he was like nine at the time, starting to get into that territory where you can maybe introduce some R-rated stuff. But I was like four or five. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then past that point, 
I was just a latchkey kid and my parents just kind of gave up on like restricting any of that stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's probably similar for a lot of people from a certain generation. I remember there was a time my mom, she got like high and mighty and was like, like was possessed of the fact that like America's most wanted was bad for you and you can't watch that. And I was like, what? I was like, I thought it was like this injustice. And then, so I'd like watch it in secret, right? Like stay <laughs> up to watch America's Most Wanted. And then a couple <laughs> years later, yeah, it just fucking fell by the wayside. And it was just like, yeah, I give up. Mom, I'm trying to not get kidnapped. Yeah. We need to learn from one of the patron saints, John Walsh, on how to fucking not get killed. Um Dude, I always had free reigns at the, the at the at the fucking rental store too. I just never wanted to watch scary shit. I was always a big pussy. But because li- you can at least for the uh Hollywood video, right? They had this uh rule where basically if if whoever uh cuz you know, you could put kids on the account where so you could show up and rent movies. Well, if your parents could like sign a fucking waiver or a form or something, basically like in the computer it's like this this kid has permission to rent these movies. And I remember we had that because my my dad was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Here you go. And we would go there once a week or, uh, you know, sometimes more. And we would just grab a movie and swap out the next one. And I remember this lady was hell bent on like, this is rated R. You cannot take this home. And I was, you know, like 13, 14 at the time. And I remember being like, no, lady, check the fucking notes. I can take anything out of this store I want to. And so the manager had to come over and he's like, yeah, no, if that, if the fucking notes say he can grab it, he can grab it. So, <laughs> Damn. I wonder what that it. threshold is though. Like you come in and you're like six or seven and you're trying to get know, like yeah. an R rated movie. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. it's in the notes. Ship shape. Honestly, yeah, just- the only thing I think that, I, <laughs> that the people that worked there ever tried to stop me from getting was Conker's bad fur day. Like oh shit. Yeah. Shitty N64 <laughs> game. Yeah. It's not bad. It's cool. Conquer's yeah, it was <laughs> all right, but it's like, yeah, I mean. That's it's just a weird hill to die on. That's pretty funny. They had, like, at that store, they had an unwritten thing, like, in the break room. Like, you cannot let anyone that looks under the age of 12 rent Conquer's Bad Fur Day. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it was always more Hollywood video over Blockbuster. It was closer. Ew. It was just closer to my house. I could fucking walk there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't they have, they had like the 555? Or no, I'm, I'm th- I think I'm crossing that up with. Uh, all the best. All the best. Original. Yeah, all the best had 555. Delight. I, dude, I remember even going there as late as like 2016, 2017. They, all they the stuck around quite a while. Yeah. Hella long. Yeah. They were longer in Blockbuster. Yeah. I miss, I still miss that experience. And even when we were up in paradise, oh, they had a, they had a, I think it was an all the best in paradise yeah. too. Yep. Yeah. Dude, they were kicking all the way up until the fire in 2018. I remember that was fun. Just going with my daughter and like, like the old school, like being able to touch yeah. and look and scroll through yeah. like the aisles. Yeah. Like that's one thing that's, I think it's already lost on a, on a huge subset of people, but Every year Fuck that goes yeah. and we don't have those kind of like physical storefronts this is like a get off my lawn kind of like waxing <laughs> nostalgic about like physical media and like going to a place and like, dude, I remember I worked at a blockbuster in like 2002. I remember how 
like seeing the the shift from VHS to DVD happen before my eyes, like like you you heard about like beta and stuff in the in the eighties yeah. and like other things that tried to overtake VHS and VHS was king, and then we got DVDs. Uh, and Red Pen beta came out first. Oh, it did. Well, that that whole battle between like which one was going to make it, and then when DVD came out, you know, like I remember even like some of the managers like saying like, "Oh yeah, it's just kind of like a fad, like it'll it'll never last kind of thing," you know. And I remember seeing like we got our first wall or like first rack of DVDs come in (laughs) in like two thousand two thousand one, and then I slowly started seeing it taking over and more and more, and then. Per, soon enough like i think in the, like early 2003 it was like vhs was dwarfed by the amount of oh, dvds yeah. there were so that was kind of a fun cultural moment to go through and seeing like you know on a friday night dude fucking packed like people going out the store waiting yep. to like get a fucking movie on friday night dude waiting by the return box you remember that i remember that you'd sit there every time a yep. fucking a stack would get dropped in be like well what is it what did they bring back? Dude, I got a fun story about return box. I remember it it seemed to happen to me more than anyone else. Like I was unlucky. <laughs> you know, like some like people returning tapes. And some people would do it like there was different types of people that would put the it in the slot. There were some people that would like build up pressure like a fucking potato gun and like angle it in the return slot and fucking pop it like three tapes like pop 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 like fuck you here's your movies back and i would be you had to crawl under and grab grab the tapes up out of this return box so many times i got fucking cased right in the side of the head with tapes going through the fucking return i'd be like chris farley down there like god god damn it like yeah. Getting VHSs yeeted right yeah. at you, dude. Having to fucking rewind tapes. We had a fucking race car rewinder. All it did was rewind. There was no fast forward. Hell yeah. Mega fucking. <laughs> in like 30 <laughs> seconds, rewind a fucking tape. <laughs> That's crazy. Dude, that was the cush job, though, when you're sitting there, re- just rewind tapes just for four hours. VHSs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'm fucking. I got it made Dude, tonight. some places used to charge you a fee, right? Wasn't there a fee? It's like if you returned shit unrewound, it was like I think they would, 10 cents. I think they would threaten it. Yeah. Right. I don't ever remember enforcing it like at, on on the till, on, working the reg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, but dude late, those were good times. Dude, late fees. Sure. I remember people getting so fucking mad about Hot. late fees, dude. Dude, my dad used to fucking pop. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking mad, dog. I, I can't hated do. dealing with that dude, shit. Dude, there were so many times where he'd be like, "All right, let's head on down to to Blockbuster," and it was yeah. just like, "Oh fuck, he has no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kids know, like, "Oh fuck, yeah, dude. Yeah. we're gonna get there." All right, yeah. so we have forty dollars in late fees. That was one of those, like, yeah, my dad would get pissed off about late fees at me. Yeah. And it's like, I'm yep. seven. I can't fucking drive. <laughs> yeah. How is this my fault? <laughs> you were supposed to tell me yeah. on Monday that was the fourth day. So we have one day to make sure we get them. Yeah. 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 Dude, I remember when we started moving to like one day. And t- like, it was always like newer shit was like two or three days. Old shit was yep. five days. And then we started coming out with stuff and it was like one day. And dude, people got fucking heated because like. I bet 75% of those people that ordered one day releases did not make it back in time. 
But yeah. most of the shit under $10 was pretty easy. Anytime I got over the $10 range, people started getting fucking mad, like real mad. So every time I gave up, as soon as it like went sour, like started going south, I'd be like, <laughs> I get the manager over. They'd have to just wear yeah. it like a fucking sweater. <laughs> that was cool because then it was like, okay, this is 20 minutes right here. I'm going to go take a break. All right. Well, any hoodles. Um, cool. Well, yeah, that's been Orca. Check it out. It's awesome. If you like revenge flicks, particularly looking for something, change of pace from Jaws. Um, what do we got next week? Next week's kind of, I don't know, it's TBD. We might be talking about the remake of uh, Solaris from 2002. Not sure yet. Uh, starring George Clooney. Others directed by Steven Soderbergh. I remember when I watched it uh, like 10 or 15 years ago. It was, it was pretty... It hit me a certain way. Uh, so I think that one might make for good discussion, but maybe something else. We don't know. Um, but thank you very much again, uh, Staring John, coming on, rapping. Um, do you want to plug your, your Twitch stream real quick for uh, us? I have a, a game if you guys want to play oh, that shit, real quick. Yeah. Yeah, if you got anything get left before we get into our, our, our ender. Yeah. So this game is called Orca or Free Willy. And the way this yep. is going to work is I'm going to read a quote. <laughs> it's from one of those two movies. So I'm going to read a quote and then say a name of one of you guys. And you just have to answer as fast as you can. So, for instance, for me, the action is the juice. Jim. Wait, what? For me, the action is the juice. What movie is that from? Heat. Okay. So that's how it's going to work. Hopefully oh, okay. you can answer faster so than Jim out, just so did. You're calling out the name. Yeah, yeah I'll call yeah. out the name just so you guys don't all yell it out. <laughs> well, you know, for me... The action is the juice. All right. So this is Orca or Free Willy. You guys ready? Reggie. All right. You're planning to capture and sell a fellow creature. He's like you. He has warm blood. He breathes air. He's a mammal, but with intelligence. John. Orca. Correct. They watch you like you're going to stick a knife in their back. Jim. Orca. Free Willy. He's got a family out there. I heard him. Steve. Free Willy. Correct. 7,000 pounds, that one. Jaws powerful enough to crush bones to oatmeal. John. Free Willy. Correct. The whale's worth more dead than alive. Jim. Orca. Free Willy. That animal has a right to be left alone. Steve. Orca. Correct. He sounds almost human. John. Orca. Correct. Ah, old Indian stuff. Jim. Free Willy. Correct. I hate that whale. Steve. Free Willy. Correct. My mom dropped me off and went to work in Houston. I never saw her again. I don't care. I hate her anyway. John. Free Willy. That's all I got. That wasn't. Hey, that was lit. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, that was great. That last one Holy. wasn't from your journal, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was from Free Willy. <laughs> Jim got wow. zero correct, I think. I got one. <laughs> he got the one, got some. one right, <laughs> Although I was just gonna I was just gonna ride Orca to death regardless of what was asked of me, but I decided no. Let me get some some clean some garbage time here. Dude, thankfully there was I think it was only one that I had to completely guess on. The other the other <laughs> ones I was like, oh fuck yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember. Dude, great. Great game. Yeah, Holy shit, that was, solid. That was awesome. That's the kind of stuff you're going to get 
when you listen <laughs> to Mount Molehill. To Mount Molehill. Yeah. That's well, right. I, I didn't watch Free Willy. I just went on IMDb and looked at the quotes and I was like, I don't, this is a fucked up movie. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> you're not, Dude. you're not missing out. It sucks. Speaking of Free Willy, do you remember, dog, this shit is like embedded in my mind. Uh, we had the VHS and before the movie started, it's an entire fucking Michael Jackson concert oh, yeah. of him singing that fucking song. For, what, what is the, uh. I will be the there. Free Willy. I think it's I will be it? there. I just or something like that. Uh, I just remember it's him in like this white sequence jacket, and it's like the the like the water and the the whale is coming in. He's like, hold me. Yep. I didn't yep. go through me. <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> yeah, dude. That I, I have no idea why. That is just like I remember always getting pissed because my sister would pick Free Willy. <laughs> And it would be like, all right, fine, whatever. I wasn't mad about the movie. I just remember having to sit through that fucking Michael Jackson concert before watching the movie. And then it showed like a bunch of clips from the movie. It's like, we're about to watch this movie. <laughs> I don't need you to show me fucking a minute and a half of the, you know, condensed movie. Don't do that. So, yeah. What, that's oh, yeah. My what has Michael Jackson done to anybody? What's the problem? Right. You know what I mean? Welcome to Earth. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I remember a couple years ago, I th- maybe more than a couple, it was uh, the kid from Free Willy, Jason James Richter. Mm-hmm. He got into some legal trouble. I think he was in prison for a time. And some of the memes that were made, you know, like the shot of the cover of Free Willy, how he's oh, like, yeah. fucking, he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's got his arm up and the fucking oh, whale. Yeah. Everyone knows it. Someone did a really good, like, Photoshop, like, reimagining of that with Willy fucking raising his fin and having Jason James Richter <laughs> over <laughs> go over. And it was like a prison wall. <laughs> Dude, it got me something vicious when I. <laughs> <laughs> now we just need someone to do one of the fucking of the orca whale dry, being the driving. drunk driver of the car for you. Dr- drunk driving, fucking smashing his little friends. Fucking dumbass, <laughs> dude! I oh, just the whale. I just picture the steering wheel and the little fins like, mm. like no wonder. Oh. <laughs> No, you fucking idiot. You Dude, I should go on like son of a bitch. You show me in the rule book where it says a whale can't drive. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I've always thought of like what's like I wanted to get a tattoo and now I'm picturing an orca behind the wheel in like a like a shitty like old pickup truck steering like that. Like that would be a that good That seems one. like a lock. Or commit <laughs> get it on your lower back. Yeah. Yeah. My whale. Or there's a nice chest piece. My whale just tail. Rock the <laughs> or or the two or... the two orcas swimming <laughs> over each other like that. People yeah. are getting their eyeballs tattooed now, so you could get like a, a tattoo of Richard Harris in your eyeball, just like oh! the orca. A, a picture of Richard Harris in the orca's eyeball on like your left shoulder. Your eyeball, dude. A big ass <laughs> one on your left calf. Dude, that would be dope. Or one one on your left calf of Richard Harris in the eyeball of the orca. And on the right calf, a picture of the orca in Richard Harris' eyeball. 
Now we're talking. Dude. Symbolism. Yeah. Oh, God. Here we go. Symbology. <laughs> <laughs> the first is... relevant one of the night. Sir... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought baseball was slipped in pretty. That's baseball. always relevant. Strategic. Nope. Yeah. Not even exactly. close. <laughs> Least relevant bump of the night. Alright, I guess we'll leave off on this. Have other have how do you guys pronounce Ruth Chris Steakhouse? I pronounce it the way it's spelled, which is Ruth's Chris, because it's Ruth apostrophe S Chris. Yes, obviously. <laughs> That's But you don't forget it sometimes like Man- Mandela affect it and like I mean I don't look at think th- about Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. In my mind's ever. eye, I look at the sign and I see the apostrophe on the Chris sign. I've never even heard of this. It's just Ruth- like some high end steakhouse that is it's a chain <laughs> anywhere i go that has a ruth's chris's <laughs> i have to take a picture of it and send it to my wife <laughs> or if i th- every once in a while I'll just think about it and send it to her and i know it sets her off i just Dude, i love I that had hibachi last night for the first time Ooh, nice. that shit is different <laughs> that's all i want to eat for the rest of my life Doug, he was there. He was cracking jokes. He had this little fucking. It's not important. It was fucking. Did he amazing. split the egg on that fucking big fat spatula? Throw it up in the air. The fucking. Yes, he did the routine yes. that they all do every single time. That's yeah. so onion, dope. Dude, onion volcano. Cool. Yeah. Onion volcano. I live with he someone that goes ape hat, shit for hibachi, and she <laughs> just loves the onion train volcano thing. <laughs> he touched, dude. He, <laughs> he touched your butthole. I've never seen him. Like, <laughs> yeah, all my hands are here. How could I be touching your butthole? <laughs> yeah. He had this little like rubber doll that was like it was like oil in it, but it was just like a he called it the pee pee boy. And it's like he's got his pants down and it's like his donger. And so when he'd squeeze it, he's like, oh, a little pee pee. <laughs> That's awesome. Dude, I got the filet. I bet you did. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh, s- fuck. speaking of food, that the other part about the uh, Poncho's Tex Mex buffet i was like dude that's such a good fucking i would house yeah some fucking mexican food buffet holy shit yeah, dude. i was thinking yeah, the same thing sound. it could be yeah, i was like it could be I want four dollars six dollars ten dollars i'm getting my fucking money's worth what's funny yeah, about is they used to have one in albuquerque and that would have been like the only tex-mex restaurant in the whole sit possibly state but definitely the city because there isn't one so it's is like, that you, I, didn't you post that on your Instagram? You went to pay your respects. They, <laughs> they, what'd they say in your words? They, they paid paved paradise. poncho dice. Yeah. <laughs> they put up they a fucking Starbucks. Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. God damn. But I will be going to Poncho's in September, I think. Going, <laughs> He's got going back scheduled. To That's so yeah. awesome. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, it's on the verge of collapse. It's probably my last chance to eat it. He, Damn, I might have to get out he there. Paved that poncho dice. That's why this guy's a goddamn king. God yeah. damn. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> we are not worthy. Y'all might have heard him on Channel 83. Oh, yeah. Eh. Now you got him on Mount Molehill. That's right. Eh. One of the members of Waxing. 
Thank you. Yeah. Alf. I'm feeling a bit peckish. Ah. Yeah, dude. Every uh, the the whole time I was like, God, I want to eat there right now. Oh, that brings up another food down. related thing with your obsession of putting shit in flour tortillas. Yes. <laughs> Here the thing is to put everything in a sopapilla to what the point that, where it's like way? you don't know what a sopapilla is. <laughs> uh, I never heard of it. So basically it's just dough that's fried to where it makes like you know it's kind of the shape of I'm a totino's pizza roll but it's hollow and usually it's like a kind of right and yeah sort of in texas really they're all sweet like it's served as as a dessert like ponchos for example they give it to you and you put honey in it and like hmm. cinnamon sugar here it they do do that but it's also a savory thing so it'll be stuffed with like beef and green I'm much chili. More, I'm much more savory guy. God, yeah. Although I do like a good chorro. But the thing that I think is like they do it to a degree that's like gym worthy here where it's like <laughs> went to a place called Stuffies today that pretty much exclusively sells stuffed sopapillas. And one of the things that they have on the menu, and this isn't the only place I've seen it at where it's like, you know, number seven, this is a sopapilla with a hamburger patty inside of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, nice. Fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> but, that reminds yeah. me of, like, Godfather's taco pizza. God, that makes me want to just raise the flag. Uh, yes. <laughs> Jim, do you want to share with Chris your pronunciation of salsa, green salsa? Oh, salsa verde. That's close enough. That's how you say it. Salsa verde. <laughs> Yeah, well, now you're good. putting a TH in it. I d- Salsa One. verde. I got the roll and everything. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. See? He's been practicing. When you're right, you're right. He's been practicing I can for even the say, last 14 I, years. <laughs> I can even say uh, peanuts. Cajahuates. Whoa. Good. Dude, you know what the other <laughs> one I had for the first time not too long ago? What was it called? Um... Oraches, or I don't know if the, you say you pronounce the H, horaches or it's huaraches, like huaraches. It's a type Dude. of sandal, but it's yeah. a type of food where it's like <laughs> a, a flat piece of. You ate a sandal. <laughs> Isn't that what like a, an angry <laughs> Mexican mom hits her kids with? That's a chancla. Yeah. That's a chancla. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Hey, eat that thing. It, it bends corners. <laughs> it does all kinds of wild shit. <laughs> It bends space and time. <laughs> it's like it's not fucking a boom, cosmic boomerang. Yeah, I had oraches very recently. They were fucking delicious. But yeah, I'm all about like fusion, just like wrapping it up just from like a practical, pragmatic standpoint of just being able to eat something cleanly and it's in your hands and you're done. You don't have to fuck with a fork and a knife and all that shit. So yeah, that sounds up my my alley. So then uh, how do you pious. feel about the trend of every restaurant being like a gastropub that piles a sh- fuck ton of shit on top of a hamburger to the point no, where you can't eat it? I don't like that. That's That gets into like stunt food territory that I'm not a big fan of, of seeing. I actually, I, I follow this guy. His, it's Chef Reactions. He's like a, a chef and he starts, he's looking at all these TikToks and Instagram reels and shit of people making disgusting fucking food and he calls them out on their bullshit. It's pretty, it, he's real dry, super funny, but yeah, all that shit, it's like, 
No. Do you have a video of you putting chicken Alfredo into a flour tortilla (laughs) to submit to this guy? (laughs) That's, that's fair. (laughs) But I'm not promoting it like, oh, this is the best. It's like, this is, this is for me. Okay. It's to the face. (laughs) Dude, I even. You should do that. I did. God. I did it with uh, chicken Alfredo and broccoli, which sounds like a fucking a hell-worthy trespass to wrap up in a flour tortilla. But I don't know, man. It works. There's a lot of shit that works in a flour. <laughs> Steve's like, when cut this right now? Nope. Did um, you not have any Conti reviews, Steve, or no? I no. saw nothing but rave reviews for this film, at least on IMDb. I thought we were going to get a good one, and I'm not going to lie. I thought I thought there was going to be some super wild shit. No, for for this type of movie, I feel like a cunty review isn't appropriate because there's there's probably sure. just too many people that are like this. This is stupid, and it's not good, and it's derivative and a jaw ripoff. Like, no, I that makes sense. I don't even acknowledge those people because they're so wrong. I really like the right. the cunty reviews on a like objectively great movie that nobody could disagree with and there's just that occasional person that's like i didn't care for the theming of the blah 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 you know so yeah, some of the best gone. ones were for like prisoners that had a rash of of good shitty reviews was that sure. the one where it was a chick from bitch media <laughs> no that was a that was a bond flick I was fucking hugh jackson this piece of crud yeah yeah this piece of crud I'm Leslie from bitch.com. You know, yeah. And uh, I have thoughts. I can't remember her name, but yeah, the whole, the bitch media fucking sent me into outer space. That was the same one. We got the unctuous Philistine review, right? Those were back to back. Yeah, that was. And you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That was a bond. I can't remember which one it was. I want to say it was Spectre. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Spectre. Because that's even more why I was so indignant. Because yeah. she railed against like uh, representation, and that's when we got yeah, that's right. Money Penny, and yeah. like yeah, I th- yeah, I can't remember. I mean, if you don't like spaghetti and meatballs, why don't you get the hell out? Hey, listen, I'll come down there and give you a crew cut, Mister. Let's see your clippers. Not my problem. Your father was sick. <laughs> Bringing it home. Just like a jukebox. All right. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, that's it. Uh, Chris, want to send us out one more time? Mount Molehill. It's fucking awesome. Also, one last thing about that, too. I heard the the Jesse, what's his name? Arredondo or whatever. He he tried the uh, a seafood version of his yeah, restaurant. Spanish, Spanish galleon. Dude, that also, I was like, I would fuck with that, dude. Because I've been to a couple Mexican places that like specialize in fucking mariscos and that shit is definitely up my alley. I'm I hate I'm to break it to here. you. El Paso is nowhere near a coast. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You think about freshness and stuff like that. You could, yeah. Maybe if it were like Galveston, like somewhere more on the water. Yeah, but if you yeah. go to El Paso, you're right next to El Juarez, which is beautiful this time of year. <laughs> no comment. <clears throat> I'm about to go there in September, so that's I actually haven't been to El Paso before. 
Oh, really? Oh, it's going to be hot as fuck. Just mind mind the border there. <laughs> yeah, I've never I've never been closer than like San Diego, I don't think to to Mexico. It's pretty close. And yeah. I don't I don't really have any desire to go there, I don't think, because What, I, to Mexico? Yeah. I just think of like beaches and sand, and I'm just like, nah. Nope, I would go for the food. We went to, I would go for we the food. We went to Cornavaca, and that was fucking lit. Really? It was a, it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, not um, most of Nayeli's family, you know, is from there. Um, we I've, we went, we stayed like a week, and we traveled. We did like I think it was called like Taxlico or something. It was like where they make mainly stainless steel. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was it was fucking nice, man. I can't tell you how many like cities we went to where you just walk down the street and it's just like old cobble style roads and then the background is just these fucking beautiful mountains like and then they had these uh like these all these different crazy um i don't know what it's like a flea market almost like an outdoor like like market right and then you would sit down in these dog the taco bars there are different yeah it's I've, like i've seen some of that stuff that that looks fucking awesome yeah it was a it was a, it was a good trip honestly it was a fun it was a fun time i've heard a lot of good things about ensenada i have i've had some friends in the past say they they would always go there and they fucking loved it but yeah i might go there i've heard too many crazy shit too much crazy shit about tijuana that i don't yeah, I, I don't think i would fit in there at all <laughs> That'd be a huge fucking mark. I keep I keep but coming back to the herdsman. The herdsman. That's right. Um. Okay. Oh yeah, Mount Molehill. Check it out, Chris. Yeah. Thank you for yep. coming on. Appreciate you always bringing your games of chance and skill. Uh, that was a super fun lightning round. Uh, you always bring <laughs> something fun to the table, and we appreciate you having having you on. Hell yeah. Um, Next episode is going to be out on August 7th. That one is going to be about a lesser known cryptid that was first described by a very well known historical figure. So hopefully that'll be of interest to some people out there. I also recently, as we're recording like two days ago, guested on another podcast called Horror Drafts, where I uh, drafted my top five obscure slashers. I believe that will be out by the time this episode releases. So be on lookout for that as well. And with all of the talk about video stores, uh, one of the hosts of that podcast horror drafts, just uh, like within the last week released a documentary called everything to entertain you. And it's about this like really badass video store that uh, was in this small town in New Hampshire that he went to school in um, that closed in 2015 it was a really good documentary. Um, check it out. Is that okay. is that being released by like a studio? Like, it, will it be like VOD streaming somewhere? So, right, is that it is on Roku, and I can't remember. Roku has like different channels. I can't recall which one it's on. I think it's on like the Shorts Daily channel. So yeah, it's it's video on demand. Sweet. One more time. What's the name of that documentary? That was uh, Everything to Entertain You. Sweet. Yeah, I remember uh, one last thing too. I you had mentioned um, five day rentals. Is that what it is? Five day rental yeah. podcast. And uh, 
they I I reached out to them because they did a uh, an LA Confidential episode. They did. You had mentioned then in pretty cl- close proximity to when we yeah. released one. So I went and checked it out. There's some funny dudes for sure. Yeah, I really no, I really I, enjoyed. I them. love that show. Everyone should check them out. Yeah, they they got a cool vibe going. So yeah, check out Five Day Rental um, wherever you get your pods too. They they have a cool cool setup. Um, and yeah, Mount Molehill. I can't wait. I love cryptids. Like, I I don't want to uh, cast shade or anything, or like you're ripping off anything. But it re- your show reminds me of there was a show way back. I don't know if you remember. I know she's a semi controversial figure in the podcast world, which is pretty fucking niche. But her name was Starly Kine. Um, and there's some comp- controversy around her and her show. But she had a, a show called Mystery Show. Uh, like way back in like 2015, somewhere in there. And it was kind of similar. Like the first episode, she only did like three episodes and then it disappeared, but it was kind of like what you're going for. I definitely like your show more, not just because we're pals and your friend, friend of the show, but it reminded me of that. And I was always like, fuck that. Like it was like, I was chasing the dragon kind of looking for a show like that, like covering like obscure lost media, like, and, but the level of detail that you put into it in that first episode, I was like, dude, yes, this is exactly like what I've been kind of searching for. And it really scratched that itch. So uh, I'm excited for subsequent episodes and see where you go with it. So yeah, everyone check it out. No, I hadn't, hadn't heard of that. Um, I, I feel like I tried to find something that would be similar and it was all like true crime, which is not really my favorite thing to listen to. Mm -hmm. Unless yeah. it's someone that really knows their shit mm-hmm. or I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of the, I, I don't need to talk shit about other podcasts. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> like other people doing half-assed research, like waxing the porpoise. Like us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just. Not I, really my cup of tea. Probably just like more. I feel like a lot of them are just super disrespectful to like pretty recent cases and like talking shit about people that are victims, you know, that sort of thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like yeah. us for sure. <laughs> any, any kind of fad or anything that catches on the exploitation factor is going to be right there. Very, yeah. very quickly. People trying to cash in and ride the fucking wave and everything like that. I mean, we have even had a couple of people on the Karen Reed case that we did was like, you know, like, Oh, you should give credit where credit's due and, and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, we, we fucking, mentioned turtle boy by name you know like multiple times and i mentioned this other podcast that i listened to to get research and it's like we're just we're not trying to make money off this shit we just found an interesting case and thought it deserved more attention and that's why we when just people were saying shit to, to you about that episode specifically yeah a couple of the the youtube comments on the karen reed case because there's this dude named turtle boy uh that has done is from that area in Boston and has done a fuck ton of research. And it's like, he's like really dug in like tight as a fucking tick on that case. And me and Steve, both, we had just stumbled, like I think the day before or the day of we were recording on that case. I stumbled across some stuff. And so did Steve, uh, that he was reporting on. I was like, Holy shit, dude, this guy knows what the fuck's going on, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, 
there's only so many ways that you can report on or, or slice that cake of, of, of a story, you know, and right. we, we did quote and mention him by name and this other one, I think, oh, I can't remember what the fuck it is now. I think it's like yellow cottage stories. Yeah. Yellow cottage tales. Yeah. We, we kind of just did like a brief little entree to the story, but if you want like a doctorate, then yeah, yeah check out turtle boy. This, the shit he's doing is unreal. Like yeah. every single day he is digging like as deep as you can imagine. But yeah. And that's YouTube. Yeah. Just look he's up Turtle Boy. Yeah. He'll come up. You'll find it. Especially if you search in relation to Karen Reed, uh, you will find a never ending rabbit hole of information. This, the work this guy's doing is unreal. So yeoman's huh. work as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to love that shit, Steve. I mean, you watch fucking courtroom TV all day, right? I mean, yeah. Well, in, in that case, is super fucking interesting. So, all right. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The equivalent is like a fourth grader, like scratch papering his like fucking homework the day the assignments due was us and this dude is like doing his doctoral thesis on on the subject so yeah yeah for sure there's tons more stuff out there about it but um i mean anything that puts more attention on that case i think is a good thing because this this poor fucking woman is getting completely railroaded that poor woman that poor fucking woman total cover-up it's I don't know. It might be the worst obvious case of corruption I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Just out in the open. So That's wild. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have you. Um I don't think you, you got a chance to drop what what's your uh, Twitch stream, John? Oh me? <laughs> Uh, twitch.television slash kinetic underscore onslaught O-N-S-L-O-T We play old ass NES games But it's a hell of a time Come on by We just talk shit uh, Shoot the shit Talk about movies Talk about podcasts Talk about video games Talk about it all Sort of like them all Word Booyah Cool Well thanks fellas For uh, getting together Appreciate all of you uh, and if you guys have any questions about Orca or anything else, uh, hate mail, hate mail, still haven't got, haven't got some in a while. So that's definitely welcomed. Um, even if you want to go under the auspices of someone else, um, <laughs> you can reach out to us at wax at waxing Either of our socials, Instagram is at waxing the porpoise. Twitter is at waxing the porp. Uh, yeah, again, maybe Solaris from 2002 next week might call an audible, might do something else. So we'll see. Um, thanks again, Chris and John for joining us. It's been a hell of a time as always. Uh, and when we see you, when we, we'll, nice. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> nice dismount. It's <laughs> <laughs> like back when I was a kid. You're from Milwaukee. We'll see you when we see you, and we'll see you later. I picked a hell of a day to quit drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Update. 
we are calling an audible. Uh, we will not be reviewing Solaris. Instead, we will be reviewing Nocturnal Animals from 2016, starring Jake G. Gyllenhaal, Michael Shannon, and Amy Adams. Uh, it is available on Netflix right now to stream. So if you haven't seen it, check it out, and we'll catch you next week. Man, you're a fucking shark, you are.